This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hello, listener. Do you like scary movies? What's your favorite scary movie? Oh, Jay and Mike like scary movies, too. You should go and subscribe to their podcast. We watched a movie. Because if you don't, I'll gut you like a... Well, I think you get the idea. Enjoy yourselves while you still can. This episode is brought to you by the Slash and Cast Podcast Network. Learn more at slashandcast.net. Okay, you guys see us? You guys see us, hear us, feel us? Can you smell us? Can you smell my juices? Hey. That's so stinky. Woo! Sorry, I smell an infection. (laughs) (laughs) This love is an infection. I'll expand it. It's a great song. Uh, Sorry about that, guys. Had some technical issues. Second night in a row. What are you going to do? HR shopping stuff. It happens. We're human. Yes. Yeah, dude, it sucks. This uh, this really cool um, these those Bluetooth headphones, man, they're it's fucked. Like I was trying to like get these to work again. Like they were working fine the last stream, but it, now it's like it won't. Like it says paired devices on this piece of shit Google Chromebook, mm-hmm. but it's not showing. It's like it's not showing it as an option at all. It's stupid. Yeah, uh, Bluetooth's weird, dude. My my computer stopped working with it completely. Now my chat's not working. Fuck. Okay, there it goes. Oh, I gotta do this. That's part of the reason why. Ha <laughs> ha! Thanks, Blood Red Skies. Appreciate that. First super chat of the night. Tracy Fallon with the. That's what the kids do. The dab. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think they do that anymore. I think we're like fucking four years off. Oh, is it? I just I saw Tracy had a. Uh, uh, what do you call those little things? Emojis. We're really oh. showing our age tonight, boys. Hey ha! Hey man, I I I still like using the word tight. And sick yeah <laughs> sick definitely i use dope too often uh yeah I, I i use it every once in a while but usually when i'm snorting it up my nose <laughs> <laughs> it's delicious soda pop though it is it's so good oh let me try to fix this thing here we are just i swear man get, yeah the lasagna get. dinner says no one does dabs anymore <laughs> i was like oh <laughs> shit good to know it's my first day back in high school. What do you want from me? I'm the learning curve. <laughs> oh my goodness gracious lord! How's everybody doing tonight? Friday night. <laughs> it's Friday. It's feel good Friday. Yes, it is. Yes, mm-hmm. it is. I forgot all about that. It was Friday for, I, for like I don't know. This week's been weird. I thought it was like Wednesday. I was like, we did a stream. I was like, what the fuck is going on, Marty? Yeah. Marty McFly, one point twenty one gigawatt shit. <laughs> been a weird it has been a weird week dude i don't know why everything feels either. a little bit off this week maybe it's all the snow we got you know yeah we, we ain't used to the snowflakes around here really i can't take it we get the occasional spitter but ain't nothing yeah. like we got a pretty good downfall there we went uh sledding with the kids yesterday oh. that was pretty fun it was a good time went and got some five dollar inflatable tube sleds took them bitches down the hill oh yeah good times my fucking 
shoes were soaking wet afterwards, and then I, I had to put on boat shoes to walk to the neighbor's house last night because my shoes were wet in the snow. And Dude, I'm, I'm, I'm so backward. I probably would have just run across the street in my, like, socks. <laughs> <laughs> this shit's cold as fuck, man. I had the kids, like, triple layered, like goddamn burritos, and here I am with a single pair of socks on getting my shit wet. Tyler Guevara. Thanks, buddy. He says, do you think the Packers will beat the – if the Packers beat the Giants in 07, they would go and beat the Patriots? Uh, Abso-fucking-lutely, dude. Yes. That is my second most painful loss of all time that was, as uh, a Packers fan. That was Favre, wasn't it? Yeah, Favre's last game yeah, as a he, Packer. He, yeah, he fucked that up. That was all sorts of bullshit was going on there. Yeah, man. They missed that kick, and we thought that we had a chance, and he threw that interception in overtime in a frigid Lambeau field. That was a heartbreaker, man. I went home. I left you. We watched that at your parents' house, and afterwards I yeah. went home, and I drank like eight Miller Lights in the span of like five seconds, man. Just, yeah. it was just because, I mean, we weren't drinking, obviously, the whole time we watched the game, and I wasn't planning on drinking that night, but after that game. Man. I don't know that that year Giants were just fucking unstoppable, man. As for when they got in the AFC, when they got in the wild card position and on the road, I mean they mm. deserved that fucking win. I mean they were going through everybody to get mm. there. I mean they took on Green Bay at Lambeau, beat them, and then they went and beat the Patriots, who were a juggernaut, undefeated. I mean they were just it was they were, but you know a lot of people you know they want to give it to Eli. Eli did do a good job, but I mean that was Tom Coughlin's defensive team. I mean that was a pure defensive powerhouse of a team yeah. that was a great year of football by the way that because it was the it was the year like you said that the patriots went undefeated so everybody like hated the patriots supremely mm-hmm. and uh uh it was a wild year uh that Favre turned it around that year was having an yep. mvp-ish type season even though everybody said he was done the packers weren't even supposed to make the playoffs and then they just ran through everybody and had an awesome fucking year got a home playoff game and it was like negative seven and he thought for sure the packers got this and nope your fucking giants had to come to town and ruin my goddamn life that's what we are we're called dream crushers <laughs> dream killers i <laughs> uh, no, but yeah the the, the uh, do i remember uh I, I was so glad. I didn't care who beat the Patriots that year as long as someone did because the last thing I wanted to do is hear Cody talk about, ain't nobody done it since the 72 Dolphins. Mm-hmm. Now, here we go. Here we go. Undefeated forever. I did hardcore root for the Giants in that championship game, though. I think everybody did, though. Well, you know you know who actually set that win up for the Giants? I always believe it 100% is the uh, Baltimore Ravens laid the blueprint out how to beat them. Yeah, a couple games. They almost beat them yeah, in the regular like, season. Well, they played them, they played them in, the, in the playoffs. And right before the Giants uh, beat the Packers to beat the Patriots, the Baltimore Ravens, like they were blitzing the fuck out of Brady. I mean, they were blitzing. Yeah, that's how they got it done. That's how they got it done. And then the Giants ended the Packers' undefeated season too. Well, the Packers almost went undefeated that year. Yeah, they were like eleven and zero, and they lost a shitty game to the Chiefs, and then they just never recovered. Right, they lost the first uh, first round that they played well, to the know, Giants. I didn't want the Patriots to win that year anyway, but I mean, honestly, if they'd made it undefeated, I mean, they would have, they would have deserved. I mean, that's an accomplishment that probably I don't ever see a team getting close to that in a long time. I think it'll happen again. again. I mean, shit, the Steelers went 11-0 this year, and well, they ended up losing to the, the Poopy Browns. What I know, but you go from 1972, and it took till 2007 to get one team to do it. Yeah. Chiefs might do it next year, dude. Who knows? They're going to be good for a fucking while. Uh, by the way, uh, you got a Super Bowl pick yet? How you feeling about the Super Bowl? Yeah, dude, um, I, I just don't know if I want to. I, I mean, you know what? I know that Kansas City is really good. I like the underdog, though. I might go for Tampa Bay. Yeah. Well, I just I look, it's, and it's not. It has nothing to do with Brady or Mahone or whatever. I don't give a shit about either one of those. I just really like the underdog. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, the Chiefs are favored by three and a half. Last I saw, and I'm 
I, I, you can't bet on sports in Kentucky. It's illegal. You can't bet on games. You can bet fantasy football like Fanduel, which I do, but you can't bet on games and like spreads. But I'll tell you what, man. If I could, I would put big fucking money on the Chiefs to cover. I, I, I if the line was ten, I'd still bet on the Chiefs. I think they're gonna slaughter the fucking Bucks. I, I, I've been hearing that. And, you know, it's not just because I'm butthurt or salty. I just really think so. I think the only reason the pa- the Bucks beat the Packers is because they're just literally built to beat the Packers. They have the absolute worst setup for the Packers, and they still, like, had 27 chances to win that game. If, if one of those fucking dumb shit, goddamn cock-sucking things had gone right for the Packers in those games, that are like the 18 crazy things that happened, Packers win that game easy. It just was a wow. slow fucking turn of shit. I'm upset. Language. I'm upset. Language. Cap. I'm going to do that Age of Ultron language. <laughs> uh, by the way, Courtney uh, sent a gift. And he was like, uh, no counting tonight? Why? <laughs> you can lay your sword down and have some women and some grapes, Courtney, tonight. Hear the, for... hear the lamentations of their women. See the enemies <laughs> driven before you. Uh, yeah, dude. Enjoy was, your steed was, and your mead. It's a, it's a crazy game. I got no stake in the Super Bowl either way, though. Uh-huh. I mean, I mean, it's not my team, either one of them, and I don't give a shit about the quarterbacks, either one of them. So I'm rooting for Mahomes because I want Mahomes to, to turn around and win seven fucking championships, and then he'll be the GOAT just to, just to stick it to Cody. That's I all I want, though. and to Patriots fans. I, I, I heard he's good. He's really fucking good, dude. He's really good. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta, yeah, I don't know what it is about Kansas City, man. Like, it's not that I don't dislike them, but I just don't really care about them. <laughs> yeah. It's just a weird team. Like, I, I don't know what it is about the Chiefs. Like, for some reason, I think I've even tried to go, like, I, on Tecmo days, I pretend to be the Chiefs. Like, I would do a season with the Chiefs, and I get through, like, three games, like, fuck this. I, can't, <laughs> I don't know why. I can't they're, do it. They are fun to watch, man. Their offense is, woo. <laughs> and I was, and I did, I considered a while to, like, before I just landed on the Giants for the Phoenix cardinals and then i was like well louisville cardinals i was like i can't do that shit yeah yeah it's arizona cardinals by the way phoenix cardinals oh, sounds the, like an afl be, team <laughs> the phoenix it used to be the phoenix cardinals no it never was the phoenix cardinals are you sure mm-hmm. i thought it was phoenix cardinals back in the 90s i'm 99 percent sure it's not never oh. yeah arizona cardinals bat seal says got some pizza to watch love you guys' faces we were talking about that last stream man the, Something about ordering pizza that just makes you feel good inside. It's a good night it when does. you order pizza. It, it's a, it's only in the next morning you're like, I'm a fat fuck and nobody will ever love me after you eat the whole thing. <laughs> it's true, man. I had a... a it's good as shit, though. Uh, Papa John's last night. And I fucking hate Papa John's. It wasn't my is choice. It, is that your favorite food? Is, I think pizza is generally universally everybody's favorite food. Uh, my favorite food would be... Uh, it's a toss-up between steak and nachos. I really am a nachos guy. I love nachos a lot. Oh, I, I was right. Ben felt it used to be Phoenix Cardinals. Nah, it's not true. It's true, one hundred percent. I've never seen the Phoenix fucking Cardinals in my whole life. You guys are lying your tits off right now. That's it. Okay, validation. I was gonna say I gotta go back and check Tecmo Super Bowl. I must be way drunk when I play it. Fucking Google this shit right now. That has never happened. God damn it! You're lying. Uh, Tomo Agato says he had leftover tacos. That sounds good too. That's uh, yeah. Leftover shit so sometimes. It better. depends though. If you get the hard shell though, they get a little soggy. I don't know. Even if you warm them up, they just don't taste the same. If you get the soft shell shit though, that's good. I like it. What the fuck? Steak nachos. Ooh, got on the adventure. Oh my god, you're right. I knew I wasn't wrong there, sir. What the fuck? 
I went to the, the school of hard knocks early 90s, Tecmo Super Bowl for a win. The, <laughs> I swear to God, dude, I've never heard of that in my entire football watching life. You man. are not Japanese. You are not Tanaka. That is fucking crazy. Yeah, man. I, I thought it was because when they were the Phoenix Cardinals, I, when I was a kid, I was like, that makes sense because they're repping their city. And then when they became the Arizona Cardinals, I was like, that's weird because now it's like, I don't know. It just sounded weird. Because so- forever, it was Phoenix Cardinals. Man, they must have really fucking sucked back in the day. <laughs> you never hear about the goddamn phoenix cardinals of old (laughs) holy shit yeah hey i gotta give it to you on that one my bad man yeah and i I know all about boomer assassin that used to play (laughs) for the cincinnati Bengals, y'all boomer assassin he had the greatest name ever should have been a better quarterback boomer assassin was great vinny testaverde that's a great name too too. i like vinny he played till he was old as shit joshua ayers with the 665 super chat he didn't want to go to 666 he got nervous but then again he has that like demonic looking fucking icon there he says hey guys guys give a shout out to ashley hoffman much love boys much love to you ashley Ashley hoffman Hoffman. hope you're doing good this evening have a good weekend and her name was ashley hoffman Uh, ashley hoffman uh, i thought it was hawkins i was like are you related to the uh to stallone and over the top hawks Uh, by the way, Joshua Ayers, weird time for you to pop in. tonight. Uh, tonight's pa- weekly Patreon review goes to Joshua Ayers. There's top tier mm-hmm. of our Patreons. Get to pick a movie for us to review. Um, we do one every week. And uh, Joshua's number was up this week, and he chose James Cameron's The Abyss. Yeah, you know what? It had been a long, long, long time since I'd seen this movie. Yeah. But it's still good, man. It's really, it's actually a really good movie. It's a lot more of a heartfelt movie than anything else, but it's acted really, really well. And Michael Bean is just being Michael Bean. Like, I don't think he's acting. He's just an asshole that's suffering from, like, uh, alcohol withdrawal syndromes. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Mu- he's rocking that mustache, though. Hey, I got to give it to him. I'll never say that, j- that Michael Bean's not an asshole. Okay, after our running, I, 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 you can look at him. Like, yeah, you can see that motherfucker coming from a mile away. He's the kind of guy like you didn't give me an extra packet of ketchup at McDonald's, bitch. I'm like, oh, <laughs> really oh, is, dude. oh damn. And like he was my hero growing up. Like I saw him in the Terminator, uh, one of my most beloved action movies. The first one, I was like, this just everyday dude just going up against the fucking robot, man. This guy's awesome. He's got those sweet white Nikes that he stole from yep. the department store, and also the pants that he st- stole from a homeless guy. I and love. He that had guy. no underwear on when he slipped them on either. Bold. Yeah. Steal that one. Oh yeah, got the uh, straight up the chafing gonorrhea. But no, after that time at the uh, Comic Con, when I asked him for an interview, and he went no with the I, hatred I think, of a thousand sons. Fuck that guy. Yeah, that guy was an asshole. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I I wasn't even there, but I could just feel the fucking embarrassment after you told me the story on my left ear. I was like, yep, I wasn't even there, but I could feel the leftover effects. Yeah, yeah the man. thing about the abyss, though, you can really see when you watch it is the uh, the foundation that the special effects team laid for T two. I mean, it looked good. I mean, that part looked good. I mean, there was some stuff that didn't age that well, like the UFO coming out of the water, kind of, you know, but it was done pretty well with, you know, camera tricks to make it not look too corny. But still, you the, the liquid face thing with that girl, like, I was like, that's totally T-1000, like 100%, like almost exactly, like identical what they used in uh, 92 uh, Judgment Day. And the I thing about that, that chick, do you ever, dude, it was, I thought that girl was in, uh, she looks, I don't know why, but it kind of sounded like her in Beetlejuice. She looked like the woman that dude, was in Beetlejuice. I got the exact same vibes. From I literally yeah. thought that in my head. I thought Beetlejuice. I mean, we're already talking about it right now. We might as well just go ahead and do Josh's review since he, I think he's got a, he's got something he's got to do. He's not going to be here all night. So we might as well do the Abyss first if you're cool with okay. that. Uh, make sure, uh, didn't miss any. Portraitis. Ashley Hoffman says, can Jay do Love Machine by Tom Jones in Loomis's voice? Thanks, Ashley. Lo- 
Love Machine by Tom Jones. The only thing I can think is it. I'm just a love machine. <laughs> is that Tom Jones? <laughs> I don't, does it say, it doesn't ring Tom uh, Jones in the old brain. Uh, I'll tell you what. Uh, wait Listen to it. a little. Yeah, and I'll I'll get I'll come back and give it to you for sure. Okay, after the first break. I'm just a love machine. Because I, I the only thing, the, 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 the only thing with Tom Jones is the remake that he did from there. Because you don't have to be beautiful <laughs> to be my girl. <laughs> that's prince right no yeah i was the remake he did he covered the song oh uh, okay i got you uh jonathan man thanks buddy says hey guys just want you to say you uh, just want to say you guys are the most entertaining and down-to-earth guys on youtube y'all deserve all the success in the world god bless thank you man what a nice oh, thing to say you. really appreciate really that uh we're actually huge assholes in real life and 100%. Uh, uh sometimes when my wife's cooking in the kitchen i'll just walk up th- behind her and poke her in the butthole with my finger yeah, sometimes when a homeless person asks me for a loose change with a cup out, I slap it in their I says, get that fucking cup out of my face. <laughs> get that coin out of my face. Because <laughs> you walk around, you and your fucking cup. You and your fucking cup. <laughs> Sean Tubby123 says, number one, sup, glow sticks. Number two, tomorrow I'm 18. Can I get a sh- quick shout out from y'all beautiful men? Hey, Sean Tubby's birthday tomorrow, motherfucker. Sean Tubby, 18 years old. That's right. You can finally go. Behind the curtain at Blockbuster and check out them pornorifics. He's just a love machine, Sean Tubby. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> Happy birthday, dude. And 18th Happy birthday, birthday as well. You can buy them cigarettes and you could smoke them. Don't do it, though. Don't do it. When I'm talking about your lungs, I'm going to grab you by the face and go, cherish it. You should, you, should go out, it. you should go out and buy a pack of cigarettes. And Can you get a gun at 18 now? <laughs> no, probably. I, like, you just, I mean, I'm not it. saying go do it, but just go get like a pack of Newports and like a, a fucking gun and just sit outside a, a convenience store and like have a carry and conceal. Like just and, like act like a badass. <laughs> Don't do that. Not in today's world. Don't do that. I'm just kidding. Mm-mm. I seen a dude at Walmart with a gun the other day. I was like, I was going to say, you could take selfies of yourself in the mirror with the gun and like put like, you know, war paint on you while you're smoking a cigarette, and, like a little cool like profile picture. I don't know if it's going to work, though. When it I, might be cool. I, when I saw the dude at Walmart yesterday with a gun on his hip, you see him all the time. Uh, I want to be like, you think you're a real badass motherfucker, don't you? <laughs> From uh, oh, yeah. uh Damn, uh, David Kinginger says Sig is 21 now. I forgot all about that. Yeah, oh, they did change shit. that. Good for lungs. Yeah, Th- he says, number three, thank you all for always being there and cheering me up. And thank you for being here and cheering us up with this, your awesome fucking one, two, three comments, man. We love them. By the way, you guys can't see this. I got one of these red shirts on. Dude, if you look at this up close, I mean, you can see it better than they can because of the camera. But, dude, you can see these. I swear to God, dude, I feel like I'm going to go at, uh, like to Max's in Saved by the Bell and hang out with the gang. <laughs> <laughs> it's got these weird designs on it and shit. I, I, I got Because it looked different online than what I got. I was like, I don't know, man. That's like Saved by the Bell fucking dusted diamond shit. But I'm going to wear it. Like, <laughs> it's country western. Get you yeah. some bedazzled jeans. I'm just going to tuck it in and go urban cowboy on these bitches. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah, dude, you can't order clothes. I'm too fat to order clothes online. I'll get like a like a large, and it'll come in like a medium, and I'll be like, God damn it! You know, it's because they cut every company cuts them differently. Yeah, so I, I got to so try them. Uh, but anyways, any old hey, uh, The Abyss, 1989, James Cameron, Jay's favorite director of all time. I, I never saw this movie in my life because I think James Cameron's a hack. I don't a really hack with that. multiple fucking gold, gold <laughs> to his name. I didn't want to like this. I wanted to fucking hate this movie just out of spite for how much I hate Jay. Academy Award winning James Cameron. <laughs> <laughs> He's no David Fincher. No David Fincher. Yeah, you're, right. you're right. He has more Academy Awards than him. You, you can't. <laughs> you can't. You're right. You can't call a guy uh, who directed T2 a hack. So I'm, I'm kidding about that. I just I happen to be a person who thinks that Avatar sucks, but and that Titanic's overrated as fuck, but. 
That being said, and I think it's ridiculous that he's spending all this time that he could be creating great fucking movies like The Abyss, and instead he's making Avatar 19 because he's yeah, like I, in a fucking cave somewhere, like with a keyboard. Daddy, would you like some sausages? That's what he's doing right now. He's not actually writing shit. He's lost his fucking potato. No, that guy's gonna he'll shit out another Academy Award in the next five years. But I I, th- <laughs> I, I do agree though. I I think that uh I'd rather him be on something else right now. I really do. I I mean I miss. I mean, it would be cool to have a new, like a brand new movie directed by James Cameron coming out like, you know, next week or something or, or in the next eight months. That'd be yeah. cool. No, that'd be way cooler than the fucking Avatar basement that he's in. But no, so The Abyss, if you guys also don't know, I mean, it's been around for a while, so I'm sure there'll be some spoilers, but motherfucking Ed Harris, buddy. I Like, I love Ed Harris, but I didn't know that he was such a fucking badass in this movie. He's amazing. He was he's awesome. Shit. I know. I loved him. I lo- dude, I, like, I liked it so much, the performance, I had to go back and rewatch Radio. <laughs> as soon as this movie was over, just because I love Ed Harris, he was also great in Milk Money. You dude, everything a that radio guy watching does. son of a bitch. Sorry, but I know. Well, I didn't finish it, so I watched it. The rest oh. of it, but uh, I also was going to watch Milk Money, but I didn't get a chance to. That's but dude, Ed Harris is really is like just good in anything he does. Yeah, and you can tell. Like I don't know. Like yeah, he just he's like the everyday guy. Like he he's able to capture that really well. He does that in this, and he does it really well in Needful Things. Like just the everyday yeah. guy that you can go hang hang out with, have a brewski with. And he's like he's not going to take your shit here, Jim. But at the same time, he's going to, like, relate to you and, and break it down for you and rap with you a little bit. And I like that. I was like, he's like the dad that I wish I had. <laughs> and, a, and another guy with a great 5 o'clock shadow, man. It just looks mm-hmm. good on him. And The Rock, too. He was badass in The Rock, even though he was the bad guy. Uh, yeah. Sweet T says, thanks for, or for the channel, my friends. Y'all make me laugh all the time. I appreciate it. Thank you, Sweet Thank T. You. I love your name, and I love Sweet T as well. It's delicious. Thank you so much. Uh, and then Dan Heron says, love you guys. Who you got in the Super Bowl? I'm on Chiefs. Fucking bet it. Bet it. Bet it. Bet it all on the Chiefs. Trust me, it's happening. Are you are you going into a cooking show? Because you were like having Bang. a really spastic attack. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm, I, I don't really have a team either way, but I'll take Tampa Bay just because they're considered the underdog by uh, Vegas standards. Piece of shit. But uh, so what happens is what happened was uh, this group. What are they? Oil guys? I don't. Wh- they're uh, they, I, I think I think they were. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. They're deep sea researched i don't know what the fuck they were doing actually i can't remember what the fuck they were doing <laughs> they're, they're 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 in a submarine and they're, they're wa- in they're under the water <laughs> they're hanging out under the goddamn deep sea yeah they're workmen they're you know they're blue collar dudes you know just hanging out in a ship it's basically i mean it's sort of the plot of like alien or a lot of these movies like that uh but they're 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 in the middle of the water and uh, uh this other marine ship goes down that's carrying nukes goes down gets hit by this mysterious thing under the water these people just have to be floating along, and then the army's like, "Hey, you guys are closer than anybody else, and there's a big storm coming in. We need you to get your fucking asses down there, Armageddon style. I don't care if you're oilmen or not, and we need you to fucking. We're gonna p- put our military guys on your ship. One of the military yeah. guys being uh, Michael Bean, and then we're gonna send you down there. We need you to, you know, take care of shit. Yep, that's pretty much the, that's that's what it is. The military takes over. There's an unidentified something. I, you know, I'll tell you why. Uh, because there's an un- unidentified object that causes a crash of a of a of a sub of the united states that's carrying nuclear payload mm-hmm. the army comes in and wants to take control of the situation and figure out what happens they think the soviets did it yada 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 but lo and behold it's not it looks like this little bright colored fucking spaceship looks like richard simmons spaceship if he had one <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, i'm not I, i'm not saying anything about it but it's very it's very sparkly it's very like oh my god it's so great but I, it was I, I saw it and i'm like that ain't it's like, what the? Is that a fucking butterfly under the water? What the fuck is that thing? Because I, everyone was, I was like, that's stupid. And then watching it later, you know, especially now that you know what the, but it's it's strange. 
uh, it does look, uh, and it's so odd to say that. It's it's so you can tell it's just not aged well, especially with a James Cameron movie. It just doesn't look that good CG wise. It it just doesn't. I actually thought it did. Like, well, I, the 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 pink thing, you know, the the alien the spacecraft, thing. yeah, the shit alien thing, yeah, that's was, what I was talking about. It wasn't the worst, but it was like it looked like I, I had no idea Halo ripped this fucking movie off so bad, dude. Until I watched this for the first time today, Halo, Halo ripped this fucking movie off, dude. Up uh, down and all about around. that one. The the whole design, that pink shit floating by, it looked like the fucking needler gun, man. And then the the shit oh, well, that the it takes them to in, the the shit that it takes them to in the end, the way that. The those hallways looked and shit look like a fucking uh uh uh, uh, uh right you know the, the yeah i know what you're talking about like some of, the, some of the set design but yeah i mean i thought you were talking about like they look like the the, the harbor the arbiter and shit all like that no <laughs> no just like the the design of once he got to the alien shit but mm. dude this movie and again it's the first time i've ever seen it so i have a, a weird perspective of it but it is dude it's some of the best parts of aliens uh james cameron's aliens with the mm. the tectonic like mover fucking things they've got a bunch of that nice sweet looking technology going on that i think that that still looks great today the lights yeah. under the water when those things were moving through they looked fucking dope as shit i thought that the uh, technology really looked good compared to today and that was that's cameron at his best right doing shit back then that looks amazing today and then uh the storyline like armageddon definitely ripped this movie off <laughs> i i think that i i think that well i mean yeah, maybe, but I, I think that definitely the, the best, the strongest part of this movie is, is the chemistry and the actors that he got together. Yeah, I like that camaraderie that he's able to do it in a way that I've never seen anybody do it before. Like if you look at Aliens, which is you know earlier the one, I don't know when that came out, eighty six or something like that, eighty seven. This came out in eighty nine. He's able to capture the camaraderie between a crew in a way that I I love. I, you mm -hmm. actually get invested in and in how they react to each other and and what they're what they're all about and what their goal is i love all that stuff the side the, the stuff behind that's going on in the background scene is cool and stuff but i feel like james cameron's focusing a lot on the human side of it the human element to it yeah and that makes it more interesting the the, the special effects i don't know like the main thing i definitely agree that the the, the thing with the liquid like dick that comes out of the water that <laughs> that uh makes the face in the water was cool as shit like that actually mm -hmm. looked really good especially in 1989 when the cgi was new as far as what they were going to do later on with it in 92 with uh, Judgment Day, it looked great. And I think it aged pretty well. The, the parts where the, the UFO were actually flying around, though, I don't know. It looked I mean, it looked as good as it could look. And he did a good a lot of camera tricks to make it um, as minute of a problem where you were like your eye was too focused on the fact that it's a green screen kind of bullshit thing yeah. going on. But I mean, it's still it looks good. A lesser director wouldn't be able to do that. It would have just looked like a cardboard cutout of a fucking thing. But. Yeah, not 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 in eighteen ninety nine. That that guy that died. Not 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 nineteen. Fuck, I can't say it. Not in eighteen nineteen. God damn it! Shit, fuck. Not 89. in nineteen eighty nine. That's a hard yeah. sentence to fucking say. I promise. Not but, in nineteen eighty nine. Yeah, dude. And the, at yeah. first, I hated his wife, the character. I thought she yeah. was mean as shit. Didn't like her at all. Ended up loving her by the end of the film. I, you're she right. Grew dude. on me. I love the fucking crew. The crew was awesome. Yeah. I love the rat dude. Like at first he was kind of Oh annoying, yeah, he was cool too. But then he gave he gave off like uh Brody from Mallrats vibes. Like Jason yeah. Lee a little bit kind of. And then Michael Bean was an excellent bad guy. Uh Yeah, he gets the shakes, the tremors or whatever and then he kind of goes nuts on the on the on the station. But the thing about him is um I I liked it. I thought I, I, what Michael Bean does really well, and I think that it's strange because if you look at you know like how you and I were introduced to him was in Terminator as Kyle Reese. He was a good guy, and in Aliens he was a good guy. He was awesome, but he's actually a really effective bad guy. And in yeah. this he is the bad guy, and then he was a great bad guy in Tombstone yep. as Johnny Ringo. 
And it, I was like, I think that's just him pulling from his own assholicness, and he's able to do that really well. And it, and he's actually he's not he's not that storyline where he kind of loses his shit and he, and he's going around the station or whatever was all right. <laughs> but that's not my my favorite. I that was a decent setup, but. I wanted them to get to the fucking aliens. <laughs> I was like, can we please get to the bottom of this goddamn trench and figure out what the fuck Richard Simmons' spaceship is doing on the bottom of the ocean? <laughs> Why is that giant vagina to... floating around at the bottom of the it sea? Did. It, it, well, I, Richard Simmons wasn't on the bottom of the sea. His spaceship was. <laughs> she said that giant vagina. Uh, yeah, but no, man, it was, uh, yeah, I, I feel like there were some parts of it that slowed a little bit. I, I liked it. But even as a James Cameron, and I loved a lot everything that James Cameron does just about, but it felt like some of it was just too slow. It really was, I was like, the first half. I don't know. And, I, and it's, I'm not hating on it because I know it's a classic and people love it. But I mean, I just felt like, come the fuck on. How was this received by people? Uh, like, I think did, people loved it. I really? think people still talk about it. It seems I mean, like they, the kind of movie like that. A collector's edition and shit. Okay. Well, I know that you can't find it online anywhere. Like, you can't rent it. You can't buy it. It's a really fucking hard movie to find to watch. Um, as Jay sa says, you have to sail the pirate seas to find this one. <laughs> watch it if you don't own it already. Yeah, I did. But James Cameron apparently said at one point, oh, there's, they're working on a Blu-ray or something for it, apparently. But that's typical James Cameron snooty assholeness right there, Jay. He's like, if my movie doesn't look pristine, no one can watch it. It's like, come on, dude. It's from 89. Just let us fucking watch it. I thought well, it let me go great. look under the rock for the next David Fincher classic. <laughs> Well, maybe it'll be hey, called Alien 3. Mank. I didn't like it, but everybody else called it a classic. No, I know, but you know, I don't think it's him though. I think it was stars because I I went on uh I went on HBO Max, I went on Netflix, I went on fucking Amazon, yeah. I went everywhere, and every single thing said uh a stars account is required to watch the I have a movie. stars account and it's not fucking on stars either. Really? Because I mean because well, because I went on Amazon, it was like, oh, sign up and watch it for free on stars. So they'll, I was like, oh, I'm not doing that. They'll fucking tell you that shit and then you'll click to watch it and the movie won't be on there. But who knows? Those I was, cocksuckers. I was wrong I about know that. the Phoenix Cardinals today, so I'm not making any more bets. But uh but yeah, it's a, yeah, but it was received really well. I think that it's got a high rating on IMDB, but I do know that a lot of people when they mention James Cameron specifically, they talk about obviously the terminator aliens things like that but the abyss comes up quite often too yeah i i just i imagine when it came out the ending really pissing people off because it's pretty like fagazi <laughs> you know like uh, it's just so happy and like by the way before we even get to the ending the part where he has to where she dies and like that whole oh, that was great man that, that was some good shit yeah dude the, the first half of the movie bored me pretty good i'm not gonna lie like it's like oh yeah. that looks cool as shit let me go back to sleep a little bit but the third act of the film is just fucking straight up action. When he has to swim across that thing and then he has to fight uh, Michael Bean, who, by the way, he's been chill this entire time. His girlfriend's been trying to start, his wife's been trying to start all this fucking shit with these Marines. Yeah. And he's like, God damn it, will you shut the fuck up? Dude, <laughs> they I, I got a Ed nuclear warhead. Ed Harris was a reflection of anybody that just their wife or girlfriend won't shut the fuck up and get you pulled into fights that you don't want to be in. Yeah. And they're like, some guy was like, shut your bitch up. And she's like, no, fuck you, you little small dick motherfucker. And you're like, baby, please. I mean, it's not a big deal. Like, he called you a bitch. Fuck him. <laughs> I don't know. I, I was like, I, you shouldn't say that. But I was like, I, I was like, I don't want no fights. I can't. I can't take him. Don't you understand? He's a Navy SEAL. <laughs> yeah, dude. It, it, I, I felt that hard in this. Uh but that scene was awesome. And then just when the shit hits the fan and they go through the fight and the things like I was like edge of my seat shit. And then when she dies and he has to bring her back to life, I think that number one, why did they, I thought it was a really weird choice. Uh, tell me if someone in the comments said, can we talk about how creepy James Cameron is? And I don't know exactly what they're referring to, but it did make me think about this scene. Why, when they're reviving her, did they feel the need to like rip her breasts out? 
<laughs> there, I, I, th- I, I think it was. I think it was just. I don't think it was. I don't think it was. I think they were trying to sh- the, the the showcase the seriousness of the moment and the fact that maybe. it was a desperate attempt to save her life. So they didn't worry about her tit popping out. Like they're <laughs> like, we're trying to get this bitch's heart started. <laughs> I so, got, yeah, I think that's probably what it was. That's what I went with too. I was like, well, they're probably just trying to show how. Like yeah, like they're trying to get the audience to be like, oh goddamn, they showed her titties. This shit's real. Well, yeah, I don't. Yeah, and it was 1989. I don't think we're gonna have like you know the goddamn SJW police running around. Like they should have put a fig a fig leaf on her nipple. <laughs> yeah, Jesus. And don't get me wrong, because like, it, you know what it does is it it really does amp the scene up. Because like it if it was your loved one, you're gonna rip you know the clothes off to get to the heart as, as quick as you can. I don't. I mean, if it was you know me, I you just. I don't care if my dog's hanging out. Save my life. Uh, well, yeah, in real life. <laughs> Save my but, life. And I, in real life, yeah. And I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm not like offended, but like, oh, geez, that's distaste. I mean, it's it's an '80s movie. There's going to be tits galore in most of them. But it it almost felt like she walked up to him like right before the set, and she's like, "Can you free these titties?" <laughs> He's like, "I guess." Hey, man, if, I, if we're I'm, not, do it. I'm not gonna lie. I did. I did. Uh, my eye did a, a cockeye uh, immediate glance when I was like, "Is that her titty? Yo, your titty." <laughs> like I did that thing from half fake. I was like, "Yo, your titty popped out." <laughs> Uh, uh, you know, but it, it was, a, but you know, it, it was, it, I noticed that now because I guess I'm always on the hunt for them boobies. But at the same time, <laughs> I don't think anybody else in the theater really was like, oh shit, her boobs are popped out. I yeah, mean, especially then. I just thought it was a weird choice because, like, you could have had a brawl. Like, I mean, he could have yeah. ripped her shirt. There could have been a brawl or his elbow could have been covering him. There was no previous sex scene in the movie. It was just like, hey, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I imagine weird. it was just to to, uh, to uh, convey the seriousness yeah. and immediate action that needed to be taken. That's what I went with too, man. John Strunk says, uh, thanks, buddy. He says, you ever watched the 1970s Walking Tall trilogy? Never seen anything but the remake. I know I'm a piece of yeah. shit. I, I, everybody says the Walking Tall, uh, the original trilogy is amazing. I, I definitely, I do want to get on that. I actually want to watch the first one. I just haven't got a chance to. But uh, yeah, the... Uh, that was a weird scene, and I, but you know what? From that point on, when they were having these like really heart wrenching, because that was really I almost got teary eyed when he was like telling yeah. her to he like slapped her and he's like, "Come on, you bitch!" or whatever he said. He I did. Like, yeah. Don't you give up? I was like, "That dude, that was high quality caliber acting, and it was really good." And I was like, "Yeah, fucking live for Ed. Is live that, for Ed Harris." Is that and, the longest, by the way? Is that the longest brought back to life CPR scene of all time? I don't think I, I've ever seen anybody go that long. It was it was a long one, and I also think I you know what I was wondering too, and I for some reason I thought that the alien was gonna pop up and like pull the pull the liquid out of her lungs and save her life, but that didn't happen. Oh, yeah. And then I was thinking on top of that, I was like, well, doesn't she have brain damage? But I thought you know because I thought you know if you weren't getting I don't know, but they were doing CPR and I, I don't know. So, but yeah, it was it was a long one, but it was really it was done really well because I like because you know it could have been awkward. You know, it could have been one of those things where, like, all right, you guys are milking this scene. It's not doing it. Okay, she's yeah. dead. Let her fucking go. Put her in a body bag. Get her out of here. Toe tag it. But yeah. they did a good enough job with the actors they had available, and they kept the scene really, like, on the edge of your seat that it was like, oh, shit, is she going to live? I want her to live. Smack her in the face, Ed. And, and, it, and it worked. I, mean, I, was like, I was like, don't you ever think that if – hey, look, that, that gives you the perfect lesson of her CPR. You do your best, but at the end, slap them in the face. Yeah. Tell them to come back. It's, it's like you're trying to fix a VCR. It's like just fucking. Yeah, if, if I ever find you like blue, like blue lipped around the mouse or whatever, like on your back and something's wrong, I'm just gonna smack you in the face a bunch of times. Like, <laughs> God damn it, get back away. Yeah. Somebody somebody that was writing that scene, directing that scene, or acting in that scene. I don't know who, but someone's got some ex-wife issues. There's no doubt about that. <laughs> he's like, smacks her, he's like, you goddamn bitch! 
fucking wake up. <laughs> I was yeah. like, oh shit. Uh, yeah, that, I, but that was a great was good, scene, though. man. Yeah, and and Harris's good. acting in that scene was re- everybody in that scene was actually super fucking good, man. That that scene really does stand out. And then you're right, dude. There, I don't think brain damage exists in this movie, especially when he was going I, down with the pressure. There's nothing well, there. The, the thing about the thing, what he was he was uh, breathing in that oxygenated uh, water or whatever, which balls to him. That guy, I don't even know how he walks with balls that big. Oh, jeez. Because that would scare the fuck out of him. He's like, yo, just yeah. take it in your lungs. It's like, take this fucking dick in your mouth. I'm not going to breathe this water in. And like, <laughs> no, 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 just take it in your lungs. Into my heart. Yeah, dude. That scared me because I, I have a fear. Like, I don't want to fucking drown. Like, and just the imagining the fact that someone's telling you literally to open your mouth and breathe in this water and let your lungs fill up with it i'm like you gots to be out your fucking mind <laughs> not me and, <laughs> that and ain't then, me, yeah, son. <laughs> but when he was going i love that that scene when he was going to the bottom uh, you know twenty thousand leagues under the sea moment <laughs> i was like dude that's some intense shit and i mean and especially when he was like doing the uh the texting back and forth yeah and it was it was starting to get i was like dude it's so it was so fucking cool dude by the way didn't even think about how old this movie was when that scene happened james cameron basically fucking invented texting you know, and he even invented the problems with texting too, because Ed Harris is like an old man that won't text, and, he, and he's like, he's like the dad that only calls you, like refuses to send text messages. Like, God damn yeah. it, just text me. He's like, I don't know, I'm I'm pretty bad with this sort of thing, you know, or whatever. And he goes down, and he's in trouble, and he's like, kushika, kushika, fucker. You know what's funny <laughs> is that, dude, I, I actually I text the way that Ed Harris texted on his wrist. <laughs> I still do the index finger when I text. I uh, but yeah, yeah, but yeah, but that you know. But when they get down to the bottom of the ocean, or as far as Ed Harris, and he and he and he does what he needs to do, because I don't want to spoil everything for you guys, because I, yeah. I think I, I saw a couple of people said they'd never seen this movie. Uh, but the ending when the contact happens, uh, the way that it goes from there, and and it's great. Like all those moments leading up to that were paced really well. It's yeah. shot amazing. You're really involved with the story at that point. But the way that it ends. And when it gets to that point, it slows down. It's like they didn't know where the fuck to end it or how to end it. Yep, I totally and, and agree. It's like, and I was like, how'd this happen? And then James Cameron was like, I drank Everclear that day, and I didn't know what to do. <laughs> yeah, they were just uh, like, time to send up the credits. And, and maybe he did mean to end it the way that he did, and but it was like, so it opens up a sequel possibly, but I was like, uh, I really don't want to dive back into the world of the abyss now that this yeah. shit is actually a real thing. Because I don't know how you're going to, I mean, is this a prequel to Men in Black? Like, I don't fucking know. Because I was like, because I I just didn't, the way that, like, I thought it was going to end in, like, almost a Disney-esque fashion. Where, you know, know, things fly away and there's tears and goodbyes, E.T. fashion. But it ended where it's just like, next week, we'll find out the conclusion of The Abyss. (laughs) I know, dude. It was... was It was really, I thought the same exact thing as you did. Like, up to the point where he's at the bottom and that thing comes up. You know, I was mm-hmm. like, this shit's fucking wild. Now we're getting yeah. into the alien style. Like, I'm pumped. That's what I wanted. And then, but then the scene after that was very like, like, it, like it only would have been better if the camera started swooping around like at the end of Bodyguard and it was Whitney Houston yeah. singing and die. <laughs> that would actually fit with that ending. <laughs> it really uh, would have. Uh, yeah, and I almost, I like, I was so shocked that like I was like looking around. I was like, did a second unit director do this scene? <laughs> and that James Cameron was like sick in bed with the flu and he couldn't do the scene. He, I don't know. I mean, that was that, the day he thought know, of Avatar it, and started writing the first one. It might, it might have been or Terminator too because that was a big <laughs> one after this. He was like, I'm already ready for my fucking next Academy Award. Uh, I think that I, I think what happened though is I, I think uh, I, I felt almost rushed. I, not rushed, but I think maybe 
maybe somebody behind the scenes were like, all right, we got to wrap this fucker up. You're not making a three hour movie. Yeah, I think it was maybe a money issue or maybe like, oh, fuck, we got two hours and 20 minutes worth of footage, which before they edited it, they probably had like three hours worth of footage at that point. So uh, let me get to some super chats before they disappear here. I don't want to miss them. And then we'll give our final thoughts on the film uh, right after that. Gypsy Warrior says, what's crack a in you sexy sweet sticks? Hey, Patreon. <laughs> I pooted with my mouth, dude. I, went, <laughs> I thought you said, I thought you were going to say I farted for real. <laughs> I, I farted. No, I did a lady farted. Uh, he says, what's crack a you sexy sweet sticks? Can Patreons request commentaries? I was curious if you guys have done a review of The Warriors. Come out and play! Yay! I love that movie. Uh, yes, Patreons in the top tier can request commentaries. And uh, no, we have never done The Warriors. So, The top tierist of the tier can see us on our OnlyFans account. I think it's called the... Uh, uh, Take immortality, it's yours tier is what we that's, call it. Yeah, that that's the nice one. Uh my fucking chat keeps freezing up and being a Do you know what lies on that beach? Beyond the rocks. Immortality. <laughs> Take it. It's yours. That's what it was. Uh okay, here we go. My shit's working again. Josh says, Josh, well, by hey, the way. I gotta do I, I gotta do one more. We are not men, we are lions. <laughs> <laughs> that's why no one will remember your name. I love that movie. Uh Joshua Ayers, the guy who requested this awesome. By the way, Josh, awesome fucking Josh, pick. Josh, awesome pick. Yeah. Never seen it. What a joy it was to, to plunge into your abyss. <laughs> he says, <laughs> "That's the, a proctologist's mantra. <laughs> Allow me to plunge your abyss, sir." Uh, the theatrical version is actually a better cut, uh, but you can't get it anywhere but original mm. VHS. You know why, Josh? It's probably some fucking James Cameron shit. He's probably being a douchebag, and he's like, "No, only this cut will live to see the day." Jesus Christ, you've got such a hard on for James Cameron. Did he like make you suck his dick and then like squirt your mouth when you said to tell me when? It's funny that you'd say that. That's exactly what happened. Oh, okay. Well, it's not just me then. Uh, I, you know, the, look, it may be the weird. It's the weirdest thing. The abyss is held in such high regard and nobody fucking it's nowhere. Yeah. Like, I mean, you would think that that would be like, like almost instantaneously on Amazon, like one of those immediate lineups to yeah. buy or own or whatever in super hd or whatever that bitch is carmen san diego man uh glenn harris thanks buddy appreciate that man he says no spoilers but watch the little things tonight towards the end it gave seven vibes i was just waiting for it to go the what the fuck direction what's in the box yeah, style I that too. uh but kind of fell flat on its face p.s i love you in the butts glenn we just posted a review for that i don't know if you saw it yet but exact same fucking feeling dude hey uh hey glenn you love us in the butt my fire burns there too <laughs> <laughs> hey, don't, please don't go about. please don't go uh yeah it, it's uh i also i'm glad he watched the little things I, I i looked at some of the comments and uh oh this guy was like i don't know who it was but they were just like so you're saying that um you're just throwing out random movies that denzel was in you're saying training day and bone collector and somehow they're the same thing okay i'm like i'm saying the vibe my bro the vibe feels like those movies when he... I didn't say... By the way, um, it feels like uh, John Q and uh, Remember the Titans and let's throw Glory in there because Denzel was in it. <laughs> virtuosity. <laughs> total virtuosity vibes. Yeah, I was like, I'm not saying those movies were like... I, all I said was the vibe of that film reflected the Bone Collector or or Training Day. Just the vibe. Just the detective vibe to it. The greediness. Yeah, yeah it's Denzel being <laughs> Denzel, man. I, just, uh, I, I was like, you must misunderstand me, bro. <laughs> People get really angry when you do reviews for some reason. Uh, it's like, your opinion does not match mine. What the fuck? I know. It really you true. idiots. Uh, Stupid I mean, idiot. We're never letting you into Rotten Tomatoes. Never. 
Uh, Connor Clary, thanks, buddy, says, what's up, you beautiful gents? Genitalias for short. Mm. I'm almost halfway through the Wrong Turn saga, and I'm going to start cracking beer for the third one. Wish me luck. Wanted to show some love in the stream. Thanks, buddy. Uh, Thanks for popping in on your journey to Nowhereville. You're going to need to not just pop a couple of beers. You're going to have to mainline that fucking shit to your veins, yeah, dude. Okay, so go ahead and get an IV bag, roll it around, and make sure that shit's loaded up with morphine and as much Everclear that you can pump in and get ready for the adventure of shit. Your life is never going to be the same. <laughs> yeah, until you get to I the have, I have three white hairs just from that viewing. <laughs> I have three that popped up overnight. I synced it. I synced it. Uh, I've actually seen him in another man's dude, I was so We were so fucking depressed. I ate pizza off the goddamn floor. That ain't no lie. <laughs> <laughs> he looked like three finger, whatever that guy's was like. I was like the, the, the melted dude in RoboCop. I was like, ooh, <laughs> help me. <laughs> in case you don't know, Connor, we, we watched all of those in one day, back to back to back, in one sitting, all six movies, the original ones. And uh, there's a video uh, that you can find. And on the, on the Patreon, there's full commentaries to watch our descent yeah. into the abyss of Wrong Turn's dark, dark asshole. But I hope you enjoy your viewing more than we did, man. Actually, it was a fun yeah. time. It was just hard to get through. Yeah. Um, but... The hand jobs, uh, the uh, mutual hand jobs that Mike and I gave each other helped a little yeah, bit. Yeah, it really did get us through. Uh, Ryan mm-hmm. Gillen, thanks, buddy, says, You will wonder the underworld of the dead, blind, deaf, and dumb, and all the dead will know. This is Hector, the fool who thought he killed Achilles. Oh, man, that's a great <laughs> scene, too. Holy shit. I love that scene. And, uh, like, oh, my God. And then especially when the king comes back and he's, like, washing his feet, he was like, You're a better man than Aganaman, <laughs> whatever his name was. <laughs> I love Dude, talk about a classic fucking movie, man. Troy is high up there i love troy it's it's and it's underrated too people shit on it all the fucking time do they oh yeah dude all the time i think it's probably got like they dare shit on brad pitt and the (laughs) mama men the mama uh i loved it too though that and uh um gladiator showed or like back to back oh yeah i i really like that they showed orlando bloom's actual bitch side that he really is that's what i I was thinking Come on. And like Eric Bans like, God damn, you pussy. I got to fucking take up this fight again. <laughs> he was. Great. Dude. And I'm going to get killed by a guy that can't be killed named Achilles. And I don't even know that that's his weakness. This is Achilles. <laughs> I feel like and that's you get what lucky that would have been bow like. And arrow. In real life, that's what that would have been like, dude. If Eric Banner and Orlando Bloom were brothers, Eric Banner would be like, God damn dude, it. Dude, like they, they just brokered peace. And that little fucking asshole from One Direction Put time stole, in love. A, stole a bitch. And he's like, he's, you know nothing of battle. What do you know of love? It's like Eric Banner. Like I, I was like, God, whoop his ass, and then like fucking break his teeth open, and then take him to fucking Achilles, and be like, I'm sorry, man. This is my little brother. He's a horn dog. He's an asshole. Can, yeah. we, can, can we figure this out? Fucking little bastard. It's always an Orlando Bloom that goes and fucks the wrong chick and like starts a war with everybody. You know. And he is a good looking guy, but damn, yeah. He caused a two. I'm fucking. There's so, you know, we should do a review on that. There, there's so much we could like gnash our teeth into on that, that alone. That'd be a fun commentary too. Yeah, that would well. be really fun. Uh, Jeremy Blevins, thanks, buddy. He says, "I heard only fans. I heard only fans from Jay. What's the link? I'll pay whatever. <laughs> he wants to see um, them talking about." Yeah, I'm still working on the name. I think I'm gonna call it Galactus Prime. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna call mine Dragon Sword Two. <laughs> yeah, uh, Dragon Sword was it, taken uh, by a dude with the bigger dick. Mighty Morphin Power Flute. <laughs> <laughs> oh. and, and when you sign out, you go, do, 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 do. <laughs> I was going to call mine Grower, Not a Shower. Mm. That's like, no, trust me, just watch, dude. It'll grow. <laughs> uh, yeah. Mark Dorman. Yeah. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> says Cameron did a new scans for the Abyss and True Lies, but both being Fox are on hold, likely oh. since the Disney purchase and physical media being scaled back. If it's not James Cameron fucking up your life, it's fucking Disney. I swear to Christ. Hey man, I gotta I gotta be honest though. I just watched uh the fourth episode of WandaVision. Oh my god, dude. Good? You got to get on that. Fuck I, yes, I watched dude. the first two already. I just haven't seen you the got second it, two. Yeah, but but the first two, it sets up the, the guideline, but when it gets to the fourth one, oh shit, dude. Like they yeah. introduced Monica Rambo, which is gonna be Photon, but dude, it's not just hey, that. I hadn't dude. seen it yet, man. Yeah, but Monica, it's not a big deal. You don't know who Photon is, but I'm just saying, like, they introduced some characters, but at the point being is, like, you see the cracks of the foundation happening, yeah. and oh, my God, that's glass just bring me the power because I cannot wait. I know. It, it sucks that you... It, it sucks that they release this like weekly because it's like fucking assholes. I don't I know I, why you're doing this. Yeah, I didn't know the schedule, so I was like, well, I guess I'll yeah, find they, out. They release, I'll hear about well, it. just like the Mandalorian, they release it every Friday, so that makes you keep coming back. So, I mean, it's smart. Yeah, yeah, I don't like that. I don't like it. I want it all at once in my butt. Thanks, yeah. Mark. Appreciate that, buddy. Derek said, just saying hi to Jay only. Well, you know. Hey, Derek. Hey, it's nice of you. What is. Oh, you hey, know why? You know why? You know why, Dan, you know why Derek is saying that? Because he pissed on Green Bay sticker in the yeah. toilet. He's just pissed because <laughs> the Lions suck. And they're always going to suck. And they're cursed. Because I was going to root for him in, in the hey, name of Derek. But now, not I like, anymore. I like Barry Sanders. <laughs> hey, are you gonna come over to Tampa Bay then? <laughs> <laughs> Their new coach is funny as fuck. He was like, "They knock us down, we'll get back up. They knock us down again, we'll get back up. But this time, we're gonna bite your kneecaps. We're gonna bite your kneecaps up, and then you'll probably knock us down a couple t- more times. But then, uh, eventually, we'll start knocking you down." We'll start knocking. That was literally like, like coach's like, conference, he dude. Said, he sounded like that drunk guy at B-dubs. That's what he sounded like. <laughs> he did. Jason Dyer says, you guys are rock stars. Right now, I'm drinking some whiskey, eating pizza rolls, listening to Mortal Kombat theme while smashing Bootang and listening to the greatest YouTubes ever. Get Fucking it! Sensory overload, dude. <laughs> Prepare yourself. Mortal Kombat's on today. Prepare yourself. Mortal Kombat all the way. That's like the Immortals. He, he just <clears> described an adult arcade. Or he just described heaven pretty much, except for us. Nobody would be listening to us, maybe except for you. But other than that, heaven. Whiskey, pizza rolls, poo-tang. Can I bang, get Bang, bang, bang. All in a row, just like Vegas. I got. <laughs> that's like the triple across the slot machine. Seven, seven, seven. God's like, come through. It's lit. <laughs> I got that sizzling seven, bro. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. Thank you, Mud Nelson, as well. Appreciate that, man. And then Haddonfield Memorial says, love your stuff. Would have given more, but you are not Japanese. You are not a Tanaka. I love his name. <laughs> Haddonfield Memorial is great. That's fucking awesome. How come you coach them but not me? <laughs> Why don't you quit, round eye? Not yet. Not yet. <laughs> Protect your nuts, guys. Thanks, dude. Really appreciate that, man. Um, all right. So to wrap up the first hour of the show... Final thoughts on the abyss. Uh, you know what? I know uh, it's a it's a classic for everybody for with good reason. It's it's got great direction. It's shot well. It's I, the the acting is what really sells it for me, and and the way the chemistry is between the actors, and the camaraderie that's shown on screen. That's the main selling point for me. It's the alien stuff and all the other stuff that's going on behind the scenes is cool, but that's the main part. So I'm gonna go ahead and give it um, a seven point five. And I know that most people will probably give it like a nine or. A 9.5 and I, can, I i don't disagree i mean it looks good and especially when it came out in 89 and i know it's one of cameron's classics but a 7.5 is solid for me because i just don't think certain things aged well and i do think i do think there's a little bit too much uh fat on the steak i think that if they trimmed out some stuff and maybe added uh you know more intense moments i think it would have been 
a more uh, better received movie for me. And the ending, man, the ending just does not do it for me cockles. It just does not do it for <laughs> me paint section. It doesn't smooth and shine me cockles. It doesn't do the manscape. <laughs> uh, yeah, dude, I'm going to give it... Um... I'm gonna give it a. I thought you went like this. A two. <laughs> I'm, like, gonna I'm gonna give, it, give it, a two. it a two. I'm gonna give it a one for James Cameron. Now, uh, I'm gonna give it a seven point five two. Actually, I think that's the perfect score, dude. I think you nailed it because, like, for one, the first half I, I was pretty fucking bored. I'm not gonna lie. I'm like, let's go. Let's fucking get yeah. inside of this abyss. I want to. I want to stare into the abyss. I want it to stare back at me. I want to. I want to cup the balls. And then I just want to look at that thing, and I'm just going to take it all in my mouth at once. you got to make eye contact, too, when you're holding the balls. Make eye contact. Yeah, plunge me, bro. Plunge me. <laughs> get it done. Take it out. <laughs> but I was just ready to get into it. That's too far. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it was honestly, once it got going, dude, I, that was really fun. Some great action scenes. Like, what is it, by the way, about movies that, like, when they're confined to a thing, like, someone's always got to go crazy as a subplot. You know, Sunshine, uh, Event Horizon. Uh, I think it's I think it's to do um, I think it makes it adds a little bit of adrenaline to the to the actual overall plot because if you have yeah. one guy that's crazy as fuck and is running around and you don't and you already have a hostile situation on the outskirts that's going on and you're trying to just survive and then you have to deal with this little herpy running around trying to fucking off you yeah. and ruin the chance of you surviving I think that just adds more intensity. Yeah, I mean I liked it because. If it wasn't Michael Bean and it was somebody that wasn't that capable as much as I hate his face. Gary Busey would have been perfect. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Or, or Army Hammer in real life. Or, but... or, or Steven Seagal. <laughs> could you imagine? Yeah. Yes, Seagal? I do. I, I could see that. I, I could totally see it. He's such an God asshole. Damn. I could see it. I would fucking pay so much to see that. Uh, but no, uh, I thought that, that subplot was actually great because Michael Bean was so scary. And then, Ed, like, just like she said it herself, she like she spent the whole movie calling Ed Harris a pussy, you know, saying that yeah. he backs down from fights and he's a pushover. And Ed Harris ate some he's shit a, a couple a times. Yeah, he ate some shit a couple times. But then when it came down to it, he had to swim in that fucking cold water and he had to go one-on-one, you know, fucking wet T-shirt contest against Michael Bain. He held his own and did a good job. I love shit like that. I, I You know what Ed Harris is, man? Ed Harris is one of those guys that, you know, don't judge a book on its outside cover because he, yeah... You, you get this rough and tumble type of looking dude, right? I mean, he's a roughneck. And, and you know, you, you you might go up and see Hacksaw Jim Dugan, but then when you're, like, trying to confront him, he's like, hey, man, look, can we all just not get along? I like the Beatles, man. Do you like John Lennon? Like, what if there's no heaven? Like, I love that song. Like, you're like, I, you're like, I had no idea. Yeah. Like, he like, could, I just want to be your friend. He could decompress the situation pretty good, man, or whoops yeah. a mass if he has to. But Do you know what's interesting? Did you not uh, – the, the fact that – he played a roughneck, right? And then uh, Michael Bean is a Navy SEAL that's you know down there and, and trying to take you know over this uh, the uh, the substation. Oh, that's right. They flipped that bitch. The Rock. Yeah, yeah. That's fucking that's, nuts, dude. I know. Well, in The Rock, he was a Marine, and right. then it was. But Michael Bean still played a Navy SEAL because that's the only job he can get. You know, someone <laughs> just watched The Abyss that night, and they were like, "Yeah, we got to do this shit." Yeah, uh, but I, I felt so stupid because you know I saw that meme where like when you're when you're trying to watch a movie with your friends or your girlfriend or your wife and you're just calling. I was like, where you've seen those actors before? But like, oh yeah, they both were in The Rock. That's weird. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, I just want you to know that I know something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. But no, dude, I yeah, it's a seven point five for me. That I, I love alien shit. Like alien movies is one of my favorite genres mm-hmm. ever. Really get deep into that shit. I was weird about the aliens at first. They did some weird, cool shit. Uh, but then when you saw them in their little like, 
bitch. <laughs> I was like, that's cool. I like that shit. The the liquid thing was the coolest part. It was really fucking cool. But that, then that was the, cool. the very, very, very end of it, I agree with you. That was like some Hot Wheels shit. I was like, what yeah. the fuck are we doing? <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like putting together a Lego set, and then you get one piece, and you're like, this shit don't fit. <laughs> what <laughs> no, the strange, fuck? Dude. It's strange. But Joshua Ayers, man, respect to you. Great fucking choice. We really appreciate your support on the Patreon, man. Uh, thanks for being a Patreon. Thanks for picking an awesome Appreciate movie. Appreciate it. Amazing movie. I fucking love you. Let's get these super chats uh, before we take our first breaky poop of the night. Holy is the night. Gonna suck some dick tomorrow. That's how that Whoa. goes, right? That's how the that song goes. Like a, hey, man, that's the that's the hot 96.9 <laughs> station right there. <laughs> Lonely is the night. I'm gonna suck upon your chode. Uh, Dirty Diane. Thanks, Diane. Didn't have to do that. She says, so I was wondering what Slenderman has to say about the Subway tuna controversy. Who's the devil now? Jimmy John never lied to me. Hope you guys got my package. There's a beer in there that needs to be chilled. Uh, we did get a package from you, so I will reach in with my eyes closed. Like I, like I do when I jerk a random dude off in the theater. There's a lot of jokes tonight. I don't know what's going on, and I'll pull that out and put it in the fridge so that we can do a taste test next time. But yeah, um, the Slenderman thing. We're gonna make a. I'm gonna make a video on it. Don't worry. I, but I'll give okay. you some of it. I'll give you some of it though. As far yeah, no. Who's that? You say Jimmy John never lied to me. You was wrong. Obviously, they have espionage is suit. Jimmy John is doing them best to say. My tuna subway sandwich is not tuna at all. It's made with tuna flakes and some weird chemistry stuff. It's lie. <laughs> you not know? Have you never heard of Hydra? Jimmy Jones is lame. Say, get your head out the gutter. They tried to sue them. You know why they tried to sue them? Because they work for Jimmy Jones. <laughs> they are trying to make subway sandwich look awful. They give you a tuna, but if you want real tuna, we'll go to the sea and catch you some tuna. <laughs> they give you tuna best they can. So anyway, <laughs> me, you know, me, me will give you full thoughts on it uh, later on. But right now, all me will say is me still reviewing the details of the coups. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> Continuing in that, in that spirit, thank you, Diane, by the way. appreciate that. Uh, Gypsy Warrior says, what do Bane and Slenderman think of AMC GameStop? Have you heard about this? Oh, yeah, the hedge fund stuff? Yeah, it's fucking crazy. Well, you know, Mythere like, is basically like they taking control of themselves. It's like having the power glove. You slip it on, and then all of a sudden you in control. <laughs> like me give crap about the fact that you can't buy a new yacht on the ocean of the Gulf of Mexico. Or me care that you can't get your nice wood floors refinished. Uh, rich man from wall street they don't they just read the user and you got outsmoted how dumb do you feel with your highly league the graduation diploma in the world you merely started the stock i was born in it the users got together and started to fire on something called reddit and then hr chef and stuff couldn't handle his stock's dropping. So the people took it back. And the people <laughs> got shut down. Oh my good, man. You need to, you, you need to get some uh, Tylenol uh, sinus cold relief. You, you got some congestion up in there, right, man? I was, let me tell you, I was showering when I heard the news. And I was very excited, so excited that I dropped the soap. 
but I don't need to wash because a woman hasn't been down there in ages. Oh I'm too goodness. busy with my work, you see. The follow-up dribble always stains my underoos. That's nasty. <laughs> you was nasty man. It's true. You need to leave the mask down. <laughs> that shit's crazy like, though, dude. Like I'm I'm like I don't know how to feel about it, but I'm like getting into some stock shit now. Like I've been reading so much about you it. I'm like, I feel like fucking Jordan Belfort. Hey, GameStop has fucked so many people in the ass. I don't mind if a couple of big giant bruiser motherfuckers that fucked them in the ass, metaphorically speaking, well, on see, Wall Street. GameStop didn't get fucked though. I think GameStop I know, and AMC the, are getting like fucking. Oh, not, I mean, I'm sorry, but the Wall Street. I mean, I meant Wall Street itself. Wall yeah. Street has fucked so many people. I mean, I meant the other way around. But I mean, either way, I don't mind. Like you know, like like you gotta what you what you really gotta think about is the fact that you guys are Wall Street guys, right? You're pissed off that a a, a group of people on Reddit are basically <laughs> cowabunging your fucking ass all over the place. Yeah. Cowabunging, I, I know that's not a word, but it's like the turtles like coming off the rooftop and taking on the shredder and taking him down. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, yeah I, it, it, it's nuts. What, the thing is, is what I, and I had to read one of the stupid descriptions of it. Someone had to be like, all right, fucking idiots. Here's what happened. If two monkeys have two monkeys have a banana and then they said, you know, they like they did it that yeah. way. And I was like, oh, I fucking get it now. I get what happened. What's bullshit yeah. is that when those people were getting fucked for shorting those stocks, uh, those companies, Robin Hood's the name of the app that that one of the big ones, they shut it down. They're like, no, you're not actually allowed to uh, uh, to do this. Like they they wouldn't let them get rid of it. And everybody's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. That's not the way the market's supposed to work. It's supposed to be a free fucking market. That's like literally like against the law. And yeah. I, I don't know anything about it, but it seems pretty fucked up to me what's going on. It seems like y'all got dicked and you got outsmarted by the internet, which is coming for everyone eventually. The internet's going to uh, fuck everyone up the butt eventually. That's all that happened uh, is the fact that they're pissed off that they they got outsmarted, man. I mean, and they got outsmarted. They All they did was they utilized the rules that were already in place in the stock market and fucking did it. Yeah. That's what they did. And, and I don't feel bad for – I mean, I'm why the fuck do I give a shit about goddamn – uh, billionaires millionaires and their goddamn hurt feelings fuck you yeah hey man <laughs> i don't give a shit it's the market hey you got you got you got in on a bad deal and you got dicked uh, just because you got dicked by Kenny somebody on reddit rogers you gotta know when to fold them <laughs> you gotta know when to fold them <laughs> oh fuck shit beans all right guys we are gonna take a quick pee pee in the toilet and then when we come back we're gonna touch your toilet i mean right. we're gonna Ooh. feel your beans i mean I we're gonna, gonna cook that. you a tuna steak sandwich you gonna have some Dude, real tuna. That sounds gross. We're gonna make Doritos with your butthole. That doesn't make sense unless we killed no. you and cut out your butthole and then fried it and then put cheese oh. on it. <laughs> it sounds like one hour photo follow up. <laughs> hey man, I rubbed Cool Ranch in my butthole. Come eat it. <laughs> <laughs> that's fucking gross yeah dude i would god damn. all i know is 277 people are imagining that, that insane. right now i was gonna i was gonna say uh where you've been spending your nights god <laughs> damn i just i have the power to put shit like licking a cool ranch butthole in your minds what are you doing with your lives listen to this shitty channel i know it's really bad it's actually awful it's horrible <laughs> we'll be right back Hey guys, Mike here, and instead of doing a traditional ad, I thought it would be fun for us to use that ad space time and instead tell you about our Patreon, something that you can get way more of stuff that you care about out of. I think it's pretty awesome. We have several tiers on our Patreon. Uh, there's a link down below of wherever you're listening to this too, or you can just go to patreon.com slash we watched a movie. We have multiple tiers where you get either a monthly commentary that's only available to you guys that you all get to vote on. Uh, there's a tier where there's just tons of extra videos, behind the scenes, unedited stuff, trailer reactions that don't go on YouTube. Uh, there's probably 
shitloads. I don't know. There's a there's a buttload of 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 backlogged content on there that we've been doing over the past four years just for Patreons. There's a tier where you can get a personal message from any of our characters from Loomis to Leatherface to Slenderman. There's a tier where you get to pick a movie that you want us to review or do a commentary for. There's all sorts of shit on there. There's a tier where you get an autographed picture of either me and Jay or Michael and Loomis. And I'm in the process now of coming up with old school blockbuster style membership cards. So that's just some of the stuff, a taste of the stuff that you get on our Patreon. Uh, you guys support us. You keep the channel going. We don't have to worry about all the YouTube bureaucratic bullshit because of our Patreons, and we really appreciate them. So if you guys want to support us in a most awesome, bodacious way and get really, really cool shit for it, just go to patreon.com slash movie. Love your fucking faces, and I hope you all have good sexual experiences this week. Do you have... Um... Church said we missed the super chat. Oh, did we? Uh, let me go back and see. I don't know. Maybe so. My bad. Uh, Maybe so. Oh, yeah. I missed a couple here. Um, all right. We got that one. Okay. Church Jackson says, thanks, buddy. He says, I, I just logged on. The little things was amazing. was fantastic. Oh. You two are fired for your poor review. Slenderman, tell me you are sorry. <laughs> <laughs> what you what you mean fair for poor review? First off, me did not make review. Uh, <laughs> me did not do that. Me would never do the review for little things. And uh, me guess if you want apology, you can have a new soda that you feel offended for something. They don't even know what you're saying right now. Why don't you have yourself coke and smile? Okay, <laughs> you have yourself a nice day. Thank you so much for stepping back. <laughs> hey man i love the movie uh i just wish the ending was better that's all yeah that's the, that's the only thing yeah. overall we, we both recommend weird. it just didn't like the ending Vinny c says jay can you be Slenderman as ace ventura saying that's why roger that's why roger predactor is dead he found captain winky <laughs> oh yeah uh, Vinny uh, actually just the uh, i like, yeah <laughs> yeah um that's why roger predactor is dead him found captain winky <laughs> good dude it was hanging off his Butthole, he she was hanging off the butthole. It was tactical on the wiener. That was a big this, or that's the worst case of hemorrhoids me has ever seen. <laughs> jigglies, he had jigglies on his butthole. <laughs> oh, fuck, dude. All right, guys, uh, we're now into the movie news portion of the show. <laughs> uh, you know what happened today? No, shitty stuff. Did you find your wiener? I did finally. <laughs> oh, where was it? It was in my butt. Oh. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, man. Uh, Friday the Thirteenth news. We'll start with that. Not the good. Not the good at all. Okay. Not the good. Oh, you talking about the, you talking about world news <laughs> or movie news? Yeah. Uh, yeah I, I, I thought you were just. I, I thought you were actually gonna give me some real news, like some fucking Geraldo Rivera inside information. <laughs> no, no. The the real news is much too scary. Much too scary. But uh, so another Friday the Thirteenth lawsuit is out. Not only mm. do we not have an answer to the first goddamn butt picking lawsuit. But another lawsuit's out. Friday the 13th, this comes from The Hollywood Reporter. Friday the 13th producer sues Warner Bros. and Paramount for profits. Sean Cunningham alleges the studio has systematically misaccounted contingent compensation from the franchise. So what he's saying, it says the lawsuit presents the latest chapter to finance Hollywood accounting. Um, 
basically what happened was and uh shelly who was in friday the 13th grew up yeah. to be a lawyer a copyright lawyer and he explained it a little bit more he says here i got a hold of the new friday the 13th lawsuit and can give you a little more information the plaintiffs are sean cunningham films ltd and horror inc the defendants are warren bros paramount and new line mm. he says sean is represented by johnson and johnson a very experienced beverly hills law firm uh yada yada and it only concerns the friday the 13th 2009 reboot that's the only oh, movie that it has to do with but basically he's saying that the defendants basically used hollywood accounting to cheat sean out of the profits he was supposed to get from the reboot this is fairly common lawsuit in hollywood and will probably result in the defendants paying sean some money in the future will this lawsuit stop any future friday the 13th movies from being produced hard to say if things are worked out with victor miller and that's a big if there is nothing stopping sean and warner brothers from going forward on a new movie in fact better to get some money going on a new production than wait for the lawsuit to end but either side could use the lawsuit to push for better terms on a new production in my humble opinion if the miller case is resolved there will be a new movie made god damn man like can we please leave that deformed boy alone from crystal lake and get some goddamn movies on the fucking screen holy shit i mean if it's not one thing it's another look i don't have i don't know sean cunningham i don't know maybe he is entitled some some moolah some bread but at the same time, man, if it's not like, again, this whole fucking litigation process is so fucking moronic and backward and does nothing but give slaps to the face to the the fans, dildo slaps yeah. that want a goddamn new fucking movie. I, like, I don't I, I don't I don't even know why. Like, I don't know, man. Like, you know, it's it's it, that is bad news. It's it's bad news. And whether or not it's going to add a wrinkle to this movie getting up off the ground you're goddamn right first off he's represented by johnson and johnson the fucking people that make baby powder fucking <laughs> ass shit so i mean it's not gonna be a, you know they're gonna drag this thing out look look you know what i am so looking forward to 2000 fucking 50 when we get a friday the 13th movie when i'll be rocking my goddamn wheelchair in my oxygen bag <laughs> to go see a movie and my colostomy bag on top of it this is ridiculous man look i like i get it like if you're owed money for you know and you feel like you were fucked and you have no other recourse to go about but go to the, the courts and, and, and the law to get that compensation, that's fine. I understand if you've exhausted all the avenues. But did you, you know, I don't know, Sean Cunningham. And I, like, I'm not trying to get sued because I don't want to say some shit to get, like, fucking, like, brought into the lawsuit. Hey, like, we'll be slander. next. He's, he's too yeah, happy or slander as fuck. or some shit. But I'm just saying, man, like, I, I just, it, it really is, a, a, yeah, it's a fucking wrinkle. And, and, like, whether or not he's saying, like, it's not going to prevent them moving on it's gonna they can tie this motherfucker up in litigation for as long as they want well the only thing about that is i don't know if this case being tied up in litigation would stop another movie from being made uh but if it could i don't know uh i'm not a fucking lawyer but i'll tell you this man sean cunningham is is pretty fucking sue happy um yeah you know and whether i mean i guess technically is victor miller the one suing him for the other case i don't know all i know is this it's so stupid it's so dumb to be like, I don't want new money. I want old money. I want money. I'm old from this. Like, you got two sides here basically going, uh, I could. I, we could fucking hash this out. We could get in a room with a mediator, figure out fucking something, right? And then, like, move forward with it and make new films because Halloween's blowing the fuck up right now. If they put out a new Friday movie right now, look how popular Never Hike in the Snow is. Look yeah. how popular uh, Jason still is. This is the time to strike. You got to bang, bang, bang the drum. And instead of coming together and figuring their shit out and just putting their swords down for five fucking seconds and being mm -hmm. like, hey, there's a lot of new money that we can go out and make together. 
We could be fucking pounding out sequels right now. We could be making the fans happy. We could keep Jason alive. We could be doing awesome shit right now. And instead, they're like, no, I want that old money. I don't want new money. I want fucking old money. It's so stupid. Hollywood, dude, it's, it's the greed is the seed of the cum that comes in the butt for Hollywood. That's, they don't give a shit. It's greed, man. Like in a lot of ways, it's greed. They want to keep on padding their pockets. And then, you know, and again, I don't know this uh, Sean Cunningham and it may not just be him. It may be other people that he's representing in his own way and, and doing this, you know, maybe they're little people that they can't get up on the stage to do that. They feel they, they need compensation for, but it's greed, man. Like, yeah, I mean, normal people like you and I, if we had a dispute on something, uh, if I owned something uh, as Friday the 13th and you were like, well, I didn't get money for this, we'd hash it out over some fucking beers and chicken wings. Yep. And then we would like figure it out. We move on like dudes, like fucking dudes in like the old men, West. Like men, God damn it. Like give me a milk <laughs> in a dirty glass, men. Uh, but yeah, but uh, you know, unfortunately, every, yeah, you're right. Everybody's too happy. And I swear to God, dude, if I were the fucking lawyer, for Sean Cunningham and I were and I would uh, a Friday the 13th fan as soon as they came out with the smallest offer I'd be like Jim Carrey and liar liar I'm like saddle 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 <laughs> instead like, of the other Jim Carrey they're like I'll put the system on trial yeah it, it really is it, you know what and again it's not it's not about it's it, it just a slap in the face of, of, of the fans of Friday the 13th and there is a huge demand for a movie like a sequel to, to either the 2009 Friday the 13th or, or a brand new reboot. And like you mentioned, never hike in the snow, never hike alone. All the, the you know, the, 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 uh, the interest that, that those films, those fan films generated and the way that they were put together so well, yep. it, there's perfect breeding ground for any studio to get behind, like to actually produce a real awesome Friday the 13th movie. It would be, I mean, dude, it would really be great for horror. But unfortunately, we just have these fucking goddamn wackadoos out there in hollywood fucking suing everybody jesus crystal yeah it's insane man it's just you know it's when there's smoke there's fire and you see uh, one lawsuit two lawsuit three lawsuit fuck you you know i mean there's just like all over the place it's like y'all could be doing so many things he's getting he's getting you sue me i sue them you sue me i sue them then i sue your mom i wonder i wonder if he's going i I wonder if uh, maybe he heard something that we don't know uh, on the flip side of that, maybe he heard something about the ongoing case against Miller that he's going to lose, and he's like, all right, well, fuck it. If I'm not going to have the rights to this shit and I have to give them to yeah. you, then I'm going to go look for my piece elsewhere. And if that's the case, then, yeah, hell, you can't blame him. If he's already Man. on the outs, if he if he's already on the outs and can't do anything with Friday the 13th going in the future, then, hey, I'm going to go get this money then. Then fine, whatever. That doesn't affect the fucking franchise whatever, if it yeah. just happens that. But that whole thing's just so confusing anyways. Uh, it's just a shit show, man. I, I feel I bad never, for Jason. I, yeah, dude. I never, like, that fucking rotting head of his mom is, like, getting more deteriorated by, by the fucking day because of this bullshit. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know. Dude, I, you would never think to yourself, like, such a great franchise like Friday the 13th would be held up by some bullshit like this. Like yeah. some Judge Judy fucking soap opera shit that can't be solved like behind closed doors and move forward in like uh, you know um, a team up effort so yeah. to speak and and make a great movie and and like I don't I don't I don't get it like I just don't get it like if it was Halloween if it was Nightmare on Elm Street if it was Friday like and it, and again Friday the Thirteenth you would think that everybody would be like man we are all of us poised to make some good money yeah. if we would just put aside our bullshit for five seconds. And figure out a resolution that makes sense for all of us involved, and then push together for a great script, a great plot, a great director, a great cast, and then 
we can all fucking bathe in that goddamn glory fucking money hole. Yep. Exactly. <laughs> we can all have we can all have a chance at the at the glory hole that is the money hole. And then, dude, on top of that, I mean, I get I, I, I somewhat think I get what's happening in the background, too, though. I mean, as far as the Victor Miller, Sean Cunningham fight is going, I think that there's strings being pulled by other people because that case holds a lot, a lot of precedence going into the future because it has to do with the rights revolving back to the writer or the company after 25 years. So no. I get that there's probably people in both of these guys ears saying, no, you can't give in on this because if you do, it sets a precedent with the courts. And when the courts have a precedent, then they're going to give all of these cases to that side so if they pick victor miller then all these cases are going to go to the writer if they pick sean cunningham then all these cases are going to go to the company so they probably do have a lot of people in their ears saying this doesn't just affect you motherfuckers this affects the whole industry to that point i understand uh but at the same time man you gotta fucking eventually how long has it been you guys are missing out on fucking money you're just well i mean so it's like it's been uh what like um 10 12 years since a friday the 13th film yeah, it's been 12 fucking years. I mean, yeah, it's Friday the 13th. It's Jason. I mean, you've already had, again, successes with fan films like Never Hike Alone, Never Hike in the Snow that are doing very well yeah. on YouTube. And you guys are missing out on all sorts of opportunities to not only reinvent Jason for the 21st century, make him awesome or make him at least like uh, uh, set, uh, like uh, or, or new fans can find him. You're missing out on all that. But you're also missing out on a fuck ton of money. With the revival of horror, as far as like slasher films are going, especially being blazed by Halloween, you're missing out on all those opportunities because you want to fucking like jerk off in in court and and play fucking jag. Like I know it's not jag. <laughs> I want to play jag, I, but I, yeah, I know it's not I'm jag. <laughs> it's not a military court, but I'm just saying. But, you motherfuckers are interested in doing goddamn night court. That's actually Sanford and Son. I don't know. That's terrible news. That's terrible news. Yeah, it's dog shit, dude. I hate it. Uh, but in happier news, let me go here and see what else we got in the old butt crackeroo. Uh, I haven't read this story yet. I just saw it. It popped up right before the stream, so I wanted to see. Dread Central put out a story that says Amber Alert issued in Texas for Child's Plays Chucky and Glenn. No, really? <laughs> Apparently, let's see, subscribers of the Texas Alert System received messages to be on the lookout for a kidnapper named Chucky and his son, Glenn. Chucky was described as being three feet tall and 16 pounds with red hair and wearing overalls. His age was listed as 28 years old. Glenn was described as being a five-year-old weighing six pounds, standing at just over two two feet tall. The alert came with a photo and literally has a photo here. Is that real? Uh, Yeah, it actually happened. Uh, oh, and the original story comes from Deadline, but they actually got the photo here of Glenn and Chucky with their eyes. <laughs> you know, you you know some you know some granny somewhere was like, "Oh my God, Harold, look at the monster here. He looks like <laughs> he looks like the the fucking uh, Wizard of Oz midgets, and he's carrying around a child like that. We've got to be on the lookout, Harold. Oh my God." What kind of sedan were they driving? It says Deadline reports the Texas Alert System told television station Kin- he- Kins 5 that the alert is a result of a test malfunction. We apologize for the confusion this may have caused and are diligently working to ensure this does not happen again. <laughs> Excuse me. That is fuck. So what happened was they, 
they they were running a test on their Amber Alert system. Is the way I'm putting it together, and <laughs> they, they randomly picked Chucky. Yeah, I guess that's <laughs> I, I guess it's a joke. They were like, some guy's a oh, fucking no. horror fan. He's like, all right, I'm gonna run this test through. I'm gonna put Glenn and Chuck in here because he's a cool fucking dude, right? Yeah. That guy's got to be fucking awesome. And accidentally like hit send out instead of like you know draft. <laughs> oh man, somebody's gonna get fired. No, they probably won't. They probably won't get fired. But that's like. The fact that that like Amber Alert like that's a big deal and like that went out as an actual alert and people were like what the fuck <laughs> like, hey man Chucky like is that for real like Chucky dude if they can fucking if they can actually remember a couple years ago when they accidentally sent everybody in Hawaii a test message text message that said missiles were inbound no and you don't they, remember that that shit was crazy dude I think there was like a big golf tournament going on there in Hawaii. And they fucked up and actually sent out a mass text message to everybody in Hawaii. And they were like, please hunker down, find a safe spot. Missiles are inbound in like five minutes or whatever. And a bunch of people thought they were about to fucking die. And it was just a, it yeah. was accidentally sent out. Uh, if they can do that, then you got to give this guy some fucking slack. You know what I mean? Just a cool dude who likes horror, who happens to be running the testing systems for them. And, you know, did something to make his day. A little penis showing game. A little something hey, to make his what? day better. If I if that was real though, and an Amber Alert went out on my phone and said that we were in pursuit of Chucky who has kidnapped his son Glenn, <laughs> I'd be like, good, let that little fucker die. I don't care. I'm not gonna fucking look for him. Fuck that asshole. I hate Glenn. I hate that fucking bastard. I, you know, and I hate those. I hate that movie specifically, Seed of Chucky. I don't like it at all. So I'm like, yeah, he's a fucking piece of shit. I yeah. don't care. There he's like go. Mike T. He's like Mike TV from Willy Wonka. <laughs> hey, Ma, I'm gonna be the first person on TV fucking in fucking. I, I hate him. Yeah, but yeah dude. I do. Yeah, you know, I I think that guy's gonna get in some trouble. I hope he doesn't <laughs> though, because like no harm, no foul, right? Like nobody got hurt by this situation. It's embarrassing for the for the system. Yeah, I think what they're they're that's why they're gonna probably either reprimand him or he's gonna lose his job. Yeah, hopefully not though, because that you guy sounds lose cool. Your hey, maybe we can find the guy that <laughs> fucked up and have him on the show. Like, I'd love so, to talk to him. What were your th- thoughts? And why didn't you do Michael Loomis? What if it was what if it Loomis, what is Loomis that had kidnapped Michael? <laughs> That'd be funny as shit. Or Loomis is the one that called it in. And then they go the the, the camera station goes live to Loomis. They're like, We have an interested citizen right here that uh, has something to say. And he's like, You don't have a police force. <laughs> he's like, on. That should be hilarious. Yeah. I love it. I, like I wish it would happen. Or or like, what if uh Jason's mom put out an amber alert on Jason? <laughs> You know? mm. uh, lots of places. Uh, yeah, yeah, I, I just, I, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's an embarrassing situation. <laughs> Not sure. Says I'm gonna be indicted. <laughs> I love that scene in that movie. Sean Davis, thanks, buddy. You pantsless some bitch. He says, sup, alcoholics. Cold enough for you? Tiny peepees, even tinier. I knew it. Been preparing for a movie in a few weeks, so I've been busy. Once the move, oh, move, not movie. Once the move is over, I'll be back. No pants and all. Hashtag Team Godzilla. Goddamn right, Sean Davis. You fucking tell it the way that it is. Team Godzilla is going to whoop that ass all over the fucking screen. By the way, some people are saying it's Mecha Godzilla, which, I mean, again, I don't know shit. I don't, well, they're saying Mecha Godzilla is in the trailer, but no, it's not. No, they're saying that Mecha Godzilla. No, I saw this new one that Mecha Godzilla is actually the one that King Kong is fighting. Like another one of those things that if you break it down and you look real close, <laughs> I mean, it's a goddamn red lights. It looks like a suit that Godzilla's wearing. So apparently it's Mecha Godzilla. Who the fuck knows? Uh, but yes, uh, it is cold enough, Sean. Uh, my PP has retreated into mm. my satchel for at least uh, two weeks. Yeah. Hibernation. Hibernation. It's down there eating apples. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why it's eating apples. But thanks, Sean. Hey, I hope the move goes good, dude. Moves moving sucks. Moving sucks shit. I hate it. 
I hate it. Hey, we're almost up to 300 people tonight. Only four hey, people we, left. Yeah, we, we just hit 300. Oh, did we? Oh, yours must be a yeah. little bit quicker on the uptick than mine is. Or maybe we got 300 and we've already lost them, which makes more sense for our channel. We lose more people than we gain uh, in hey, life. Hey, Mike, uh, obviously, uh, you don't know anything about math. <laughs> it's definitely Mechagodzilla. Um, obviously, um, you know that Mechagodzilla was once a warrior in uh, Persia. <laughs> <laughs> I read that in Marvel versus DC uh, issue one seventy one. Hey, Chap Wilson, everybody! <laughs> Cheers to Chap Wilson. Five years sober tonight. Hey, That's a right. fucking accomplishment, dude. I hope you're proud of yourself, man. Fuck yeah! Uh, but we lost. We were at 300. We're at 278. Oh, my God. Like, I told you, just 22. 20 people went, fuck these pieces of shit. I would do the same, though. If I if I clicked on here and I saw this thing, I'd be like, nah. I'm <laughs> Your I'm feet like, stinking I mean, in your mother dresses, you're funny. Yeah, I'd be like, I, you know what? I, I, I was looking for quality entertainment, and so I've got two fucking people that I feel bad for that ever got spawned into this earth. And I don't know. Maybe <laughs> I should write to Congress. <laughs> Dirk Jason Hall's helping us out. He says, I'm the number 100 on the likes. What did I win? You won uh, uh, a blowtorch from Tim the Toolman Taylor's secret stash. Hey, uh, there you go. Pretty uh, good. Five, uh, the the the, uh, the Benford five thousand one. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Sean Davis says, "Why is Jay doing an impression of me?" I didn't know that's what you did, Sean. Stop it. <laughs> if I were doing an impression of you, Sean, I would just like stand up with no pants on, be like, "Ooh, baby, ooh, baby." Ooh, baby. More than words. <laughs> I don't know why that's the song that popped in my head. That's not the song to whip it I like, out to, I, I, I just looked over left, and I saw David said, I can't go a day sober. Man, it's hard. <laughs> like, I, it's fucking tough, man. I understand. I, I can't either. Especially during lockdown. Shit, yeah. man. Like, I, I, like again, I'm, I'm hitting that motherfucker like a, a, like a crack addict. No, lockdown <laughs> did not help our sobriety situation. There's no question. Yeah, I was like, it's kind of like Peter Vangman. It was like, yeah, he was kind of borderline for a while. Then he crossed the border. <laughs> it's kind of like that. That's what happened. <laughs> uh, Colin McCormick says he's six months over and was forced for his health, but he feels better and he actually has money now. Hey, drinking gets expensive, my friend. Respect to you. Good job. Good job to everybody that's doing that, man. Uh, I I did read uh, somewhere. The, the, that's the main thing is if you look at your bank account afterwards, how much money you fucking save. Oh, yeah. It's insane. Uh, I don't want to think about it. Especially when you're buying those Michelob Ultras that you buy, Jay. Them shits are expensive, buddy. No, no. I, I, I blow the guy around back, so I always get like a 10% discount on it. Smart. Smart. Yep. Good right stocks and bonds. Right up here. Stocks right up here. and bonds. <laughs> you know what? Uh, he's a gentleman. Uh, he lets me know before he goes. <laughs> That's nice. That's nice. It's very, uh, very thoughtful of him. Very Christian. <laughs> He's like very Christian. <laughs> that's, the, hey, that's the Christian thing to do, by the way. You got to let him know. Very Christian. Let him prepare. Yeah. Uh, give uh, him a choice. Uh, what do you want, what do you want to know? He was raised, I was raised right. He was raised right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Ryder, thanks, buddy. He says, tipper strips. Hey, one day they'll be back open again and... and We'll go right down to that front row, and that two dollars is going to a lucky lady. Uh, the the pervert. I don't know, man. I always feel like I feel slimier than fucking goddamn uh, Tony Soprano with mustard stains on his shirt when I go down there. I feel like <laughs> we should be wearing like muscle t-shirts with our fucking man titties popped out and our big old bellies, <laughs> and go down there with our jogging pants on and be like, "Hey, bitch, here's a dollar. Show me them boobies." <laughs> I hate that shit, dude. It makes me feel so bad because I wish I, I had wads of twenties like fucking Nelly that I, I could know. just throw at her. Or hundreds. I always got to talk you into it. I'm like, come on, dude. You're like, no. I'm like, come on. 
Well, I also feel weird because you, you want to sit right next to me. What? <laughs> I don't It'd be weird if we didn't sit next to each other. I know, but it's like I don't know. It's like I, I'm always afraid a hand's gonna slip on my leg, and I'm not gonna fight it off. <laughs> <laughs> you won't. Dirk Jason Hall says everybody in here hit the like button. Damn, lazy. Yeah, get on the uh, like yeah, button. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get, get on that like button. I'm pretty Come sure on, it helps. Apparently, in the YouTube algorithms, liking the video helps and sharing it, does, it too. Man, I, I actually that's weird. I'm glad that they brought that up. I haven't fucking. Uh, we haven't mentioned that one time. It actually does help a lot. Yeah, I, I saw another person was talking about it. Yeah, yeah, look, YouTube buries us, man, in the algorithms. They want us fucking buried and gone yeah. like an ancient Egypt, Egyptian fucking Necronomicon, which, by the yeah. way, did you hear about that shit that was found? No. An actual, like, thing of Necronomicon was found. They did it uh, like a like a, uh, like an excavation in Egypt, and they found, like, a, a page or a couple of pages of the Necronomicon. We don't need that. No. This, yeah, dude, this like, year's already <laughs> fucked up I, enough. I, I thought it was like, did you guys say the words? Klatu, Verata, Nickel. <laughs> you know someone said that. You know someone said that. Everybody's like, shut the fuck up, Greg. God damn it. Oh, that's fucking scary, dude. Yeah, yeah. That's just uh, Ha ha, Jackson. Yeah, I, just, I was like, nobody fucking says anything about it. I don't want that. I'm going to Google it later, though, and get scared. <laughs> like when I used to look at the Player <laughs> Witch know. website. Mm. Oh. <laughs> oh. Church Jackson says, I haven't been drunk in four years. I still huff gas. Uh, hey, you know what? Right, well, that's probably an alternative. You know, probably a good time to switch to alcohol. You know, gas is probably bad for uh, your uh, uh, hey, thyroid. One time I huffed white out. Did you really? I, yeah. Well, I was hey, I, uh, I dropped out. Yeah, dude. I swear to God. Like dude, on I, accident. I no, I legit did it. Like, I temporarily what? dropped out of school and I went to the GED school in the shitty in the shitty part of town uh, with Cody and uh, this kid named Quentin Quisenberry. <laughs> This motherfucker had like CB radios in his in his goddamn cloak. He was like a Dick Tracy of stolen goods. He would have CB radios <laughs> and toasters and shit that he would try to sell you. And he was like, "Hey, dog, hit this shit." And he was weird. He was a big dude and it was kind of scared. And what he had done was he poured white out in a Ziploc bag, and he had he zipped it up and he kept the air in it. And he's like, and he goes, "Huff this." And I was like, "I'll do it." And I I huffed it, dude. You and did it. it? The worst. It fucking yeah, dude. I got high as fuck. Like within two minutes, I can't believe you like, did that. I can't even get you. Well, to like because have a, nobody, a I wanted to be cool, and this motherfucker, like, I don't know, I was scared of him kind of because he was a big dude, and like apparently he had he was there because he got expelled because he pulled a he's the dude that pulled that gun on that assistant principal. Oh, yeah, at GRC. Yeah, and he, I knew that, and I'm like, this motherfucker might have a Glock. Well, I'm gonna <laughs> so basically, the fuck out. basically, you were forced to uh, at gunpoint. That's what you're saying. Well, I don't know That's if he a, had a I gun. No, well, he was a big dude. Like, dude, I was like, yeah, I'll huff that shit. It's like being in prison. Like, the GED school that I went to was like being in prison. You got to you gotta show that you're down. No, dude, I remember, gotta, I remember where that was because when we were in the band, uh, <laughs> my mom would drop off Cody, and then Cody would just wait by the door, and then the we would swoop in to pick him up for band practice, like right after she pulled out of the parking lot. It was, dude, like, a, I, it was I, like some fucking FBI shit we were doing. Six hours went by my life that I'll never get back. I don't even know what happened. Like, That's I know scary, that somebody dude. was talking i know i'll never do it again but you know churchill there huffing gas fuck yeah <laughs> he just like that's like if i kept huffing white out that would be my graduation like huffing gas oh <laughs> uh, oh god damn lex green lex green living up to his fucking name dude holy shit thank you man christ he says here's a super plus size super chat to remind y'all y'all can't spell flex without lex Ooh, Woo! god damn you know Ooh. what? Lex Green is like Lex Luger, the body. He just shows up <laughs> with his black underwear out of nowhere, and he goes, <laughs> Hey, you boys take this $100 bill out my, out my crotch hole. It's That's in how, my zipper. 
Come on. That's how Lex Green shows up. He just fucking the body. Fucking. Lex Luger. <laughs> I like it. The body Lex Green. Thanks, dude. Really appreciate that, man. Thank you. Uh, fuck, man. That's crazy, dude. Jason Dyer says, uh, remember when we Jay shot his load in that chick's eye? That was cool. <laughs> yeah, dude. I, I remember it every day. Actually, sometimes every other three days, I'll think about that when I'm in the shower brushing my asshole. And I'm like, <laughs> damn, I really did squirt that girl in the eyeball. It gets in your eyes. You're starting to cry. Don't know what to do. Don't know what to do. You're looking for love. Heaven above. Send me an angel. <laughs> like, dude, yeah, that's, that's what she what, was thinking with her eyes closed. Yeah, like, dude. Uh, it, gets in your, it gets in your eye. You're starting to cry. Don't know what to do. <laughs> I said, go wash it out. I couldn't help but laugh. What could oh, I do? What could I do? I was in a, I was in between a rock and a hard place. I literally bullseyed this girl right in the eyeball, right in the little corner. And I'm like, shit. I'm like, ah. And she's like, oh, my God. Why are you laughing? Jesus Christ. I'm like, I, I'm sorry. I don't know how to react to this situation because yeah. it's never fucking happened. Well, Jay, I'm not on a porn set. It was pretty rude, and I didn't appreciate it, okay? I well, still yeah, have, like a, I, I have a astigmatism, okay? Yeah, like like I fucking hawkeyed that shit right in her fucking eyeball. Like, on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> he says, thanks for all the last entertainment, you guys, Bruce. Thank you, Jason. <laughs> Gary Catlow says, you whip it out. You spin me right round, baby. Round, round. Ooh. Right round. You spin me right round, baby, right round. I correct, baby, right round, round, round. That's me shaking my dick. Me want your love. I got my OnlyFans camera pointed at my crotch right now. I just got to get on that. Would that be your song? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, now I can't think of anything. Don't know what to do. Don't know what <laughs> you know, I, I had forgot about that song until I watched The Wizard, and it was playing when they were on the road going to California. I'm like, it doesn't really fit, like, but it's a good song. I fucking love that, dude. Uh, Wade's Movie World. Thanks, buddy. He says, howdy, boss. Hope y'all are doing well in 2020. Have y'all checked out the new Walker show on the CW based on the Chuck Norris show? Jay, why are your posters not in frames, dude? Um, can you read that again? <laughs> well, he said the end of it. He said, Jay, why are your posters not in frames, frames, dude? Um, because I, I, I can't forward them. Yeah. No, actually, frames the, the, expensive, the, buddy. Well, the the reality of it is, is there's limited space on on how I have the posters framed, or, or like on the wall. So if I put like the frames around them. I won't be able to hang them up in the because it's on a slant. I could see that. So yeah, yeah it's hard to it's hard to do that. So <laughs> you'd be walking by like, <laughs> yeah, and, and not to mention like some of them are really low quality. I think that nightmare. I do. You guys look that nightmare three one. I, I like that one a lot, but it's like made out of paper mache fucking material. Like it's really cheap. <laughs> like it's really cheap. So it's not yeah. really worth it. I, I spend a lot in frames, dude. Yeah, especially all the cool shit that you guys send us. You know, we try to uh, save them for frames and then like. You know, uh, the, the frames will get you, dude. And they they don't ship cheap usually, on Amazon either. You got to get them at no, Walmart because Amazon I, to ship is you get expensive. The, do you get the the black border ones? Like they're like five or ten bucks. Like well, I got those for a long time, and they were. I mean, they're cheaply made, but they work a little bit. I got a couple of them that just, they broke so quick. I started buying these ones from Walmart that are like they're like eighteen bucks a piece, mm -hmm. but they work really well. Um, that's what uh, that one that blink one over there is, is in. That uh, that would be my that would be my whoring mantra. I'm only 18 bucks, but I work really well. <laughs> <laughs> I'll hold it up. I'll keep it stiff. At least for 10 minutes. Uh, but he also said, hope you all are doing well. Uh, have you all checked out the new Walker show? Uh, it's uh, Jared Padalecki from the Friday the 13th oh. reboot and obviously yeah. from Supernatural. Uh, yeah. 
you know, I never loved Walker, Texas Ranger. Couldn't get into the show. And I'm not the biggest Jared Padalecki guy. He's just got like the most like squeaky clean face. There's just something about him. Jared I just, Padalecki. It doesn't turn my gears. I like the other guy better. Honestly. Oh, uh, Jensen. Yeah, Jensen Hackles. I like uh, Jared Padalecki just rubbed me the wrong way in Friday the 13th. And and to be honest, I never, I never watched uh, Supernatural. I never seen it. I, I did hear some people was like, well, if you watch the first couple of episodes, you'll be hooked. But then I, I rely on uh, Cody, actually. My brother said he watched it. He's like, dude, it fucking sucks. It blows ass. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't know, man. Like, I mean, a lot of people love it, and it's 15 seasons. And he was like, yeah, it's not good. You won't like it. I don't know. Maybe, maybe I, I want to give it a shot because it seems pretty cool. I think the, the concept of it seems cool. You, I think, would like it because, like, you like the old shows like Smallville and shit like that. Like, you got real into them. Oh, yeah. And it's like, it's that same kind of. I've only watched maybe four episodes tops. Uh, my wife, Katie, loves it. Um, but it, it's, it's just too soap opery for me. Uh, mm. I do enjoy, like, some of the banter's funny, some of it's good, but it's like every episode someone dies and gets brought back. It's well, like, it's, it's too heavy handed. So it's not rate. like the the main thing I'm concerned with. It's not one of those movies that you're going to get invested or shows you're going to get invested with. And it's it's going to only placate to like, oh, my God, they're so cute. And they're teeny bopper. It's oh, my God. It's not like that, is it? There's a there's a there's a, uh, a like teeny a, bopper, like 17. There's always bullshit. a girl that like likes them, but they can't stick around because you oh, know, there's always that. I, so I like, I'm not yeah. saying it's I'm not. I, I did like Smallville and Smallville had that flavor going on. But I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I, like uh, maybe I'll give it a shot. Yeah, I, I'm not. I'm not judging it. And I, again, I'm not. I'm not saying anything about it. But I'm just saying, like, 15 seasons is a lot to get into, though. Yeah, and that, I, like I said, I watched a couple episodes and I didn't hate it. I just, it's not something I would just really. I, I, I find shows like that when I when I can see the formula that quick after watching like two episodes. That's why yeah. I can't watch reality TV. I can you, when you see the formula, I, I just lose interest. I'm like, I know exactly what's coming next. We're going to do this story. Then we're going to do this. Then we're this. I just can't get into it. But well, and, and you know, if I, yeah, but you're right. I mean, again, on Smallville, I, I did watch, I, I bought the first three seasons because I, I, I was on season four mm-hmm. and I, and I had missed the first three seasons. So I went back and watched all those just to catch up. And I like Smallville. I did enjoy Smallville. So. Yeah, that was a good show. And I, I, I'm the exact same way with Smallville, Smallville that I would be with that show. Like, I can watch a few episodes of it and enjoy it, but to get really into it, I've just never been able to find myself able to do it. Not sure. Thanks, buddy. Says Shudder has a new film called Queen of Black Magic, and for some reason I got pissed at Jay's ex-wife. <laughs> hey, man. Uh, yeah, I did too, and I fucking hate that goddamn Skeletor fucking skank mountain. Uh, it's good. I'm glad. I like the support. Uh, that bitch is 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 goddamn put together with nothing but hate and fuck sticks from the Mecha Godzilla camp. She's <laughs> Skankazilla, and uh, she stomps around downtown looking to suck cock and take your money. Uh, what a wonderful creature that she is. But no, I, I don't know what that. I don't know what you were referring to. But I'm glad that you got pissed at her too. <laughs> <laughs> I saw a trailer for that, and it looks scary as fuck, actually. Queen of Black Magic. I think that's going to be a good one, man. Shutters put out some good shit. Uh, Church says, I was joking. No gas. Just giggle, bush, and mushrooms. I figured you weren't a huffer. Oh. You huffing son of a bitch, you. Uh, I Did wish I was. Did you put the giggle bush in the mushrooms and then smoke that? No, you don't that's smoke mushrooms. In- I know, but that'd be an interesting think. combo. Holy Someone should shit. try. No, don't. He's gonna look like he's gonna look like Chevy Chase. <laughs> I like it today, Chevy what? Chase. <laughs> oh shit! Um, 
Anyways, uh, Will uh, says, can you guys play gay chicken on cam? It's not gay, but I sure am. <laughs> I don't know what that like means. Song lyrics, Will. Gay chicken, what does that mean? What can you guys chicken? play gay chicken on cam? It's not gay, but I sure am. Uh, I would do um, that for money. What is gay chicken? I don't know what gay chicken is. It like when you, you take your cocks out is, and run each other's like butts or something? Well, normally like, we just is... call it Saturday nights, but no, that's when you like... Uh, like you put your your hand on your friend's leg and he puts his hand on your leg and you start and you both you like move your hand closer and closer to each other's business and like the first one to to be like dude get off me is the loser so it's like chicken with cars only like your hands on each other's legs and it's making its way to your nutsack hmm. so by the end get, of it you just end up just having sex with a guy and you're like who won like i don't know <laughs> we both did just get out of here that was college years <laughs> <laughs> Nothing wrong. I mean, with give me, give me a, give me a new challenge here. Good God, that was like <laughs> early. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, Talk about um, breakfast, dog. By the way, I Talk did, I did see, I did see someone said Smallville had a great soundtrack. Smallville did have a great soundtrack. It really did. Supernatural cool does shit. too. Yeah, they got a good soundtrack too. I like the banter between the brothers, and I like the sub characters. It's just like that's the, the, you know, yeah. my main draw was it was that was that reason that they're brothers and they're dealing with this supernatural bullshit going mm -hmm. on around them. And they don't really know how to react to it, but it's like it's just being thrust on them as far as like how do we, you know, proceed from here. So, but yeah, I, I mean, and again, somebody said, we're going to talk to Jay. I'm not fucking talking shit about it. My brother did. You understand? <laughs> do you understand the ones coming out of my mouth? I've seen it and I said worse things about it than you did. Yeah. So. so, I mean, it's not me talking shit. I just, I don't know. There's 15 fucking seasons and it's a lot. To fucking invest in 15 <laughs> seasons bro <laughs> chap wilson said we still didn't talk about movie news lol jesus we started the movie news we talked about friday the 13th we talked about the chucky thing uh we still have a lot of movie news to talk about but that's the whole rest of the show so john got, john strong says i hate it lana lang hey dude you're talking about a little hooker lana lang was an asshole in smallville she uh, led she led poor clark ken on all the fucking time and when she needed him yeah, he had to come in and save her, but then it didn't stop her from going out and get that next sexy cock on her fucking sidearm. <laughs> and then she'd be like, I had the audacity to walk in and be like, this my boyfriend. That's my friend Clark. But when I'm fucking sad, I call Clark. Like, it's like, <laughs> and, and then I was like thinking to myself, Tom Welling, you're a goddamn gorgeous looking guy. Why the fuck are you wasting your time? Go on. Dirk Jason Hall says, looking for love in all the wrong places. That's, we've been there in the dark alleyways of the night. Oh, yeah. No, no doubt about it. Uh, Gypsy Warriors says, uh, Jay, tell the eye shot, the girl in the eye story as Slenderman. <sighs> okay. Um, so, uh, <laughs> so we was Susan the Ram wound that. And uh, she uh, she crammed in tape with me, and then she thought like a, a buck uh, a bucking bronco in in heat was rocking back and forth, and it was scary and threatening. And then she said, "Take your pants down right now." And me was like, "Okay," and me did And then she was like, "Now nah, put you uh, Johnson and Johnson in the uh, abuse situation." I'm like, "Me will do it. All right, all right." You know, not me a theme, Matthew McCann and all that. And then we was laying there, and then she was rocking back and forth like we was on some kind of Titanic ship. The motion in the ocean was nailed. And then she was like, let me know when you get ready to go. <laughs> I mean, like, should we do that? And then it suddenly happened. 
They were silent in the air. And suddenly Q-tips was going really fast in the eardrums. And everything stepped. Like time had literally taken itself away from universe. And he was like, step! And then she pulled up suddenly like that, like that. Like you see what I'm saying? She like, woo! And then she got up and me held my finger over the peepee hole like it was a shotgun ready to go. And for some reason, my thumb went like that. It went straight up like a spring release had let my thumb go. And this white bullet came out of the peepee hole and found its way to our eye hole socket. And then she's like, oh, what have you done? Me can't see up me right out. And me like, don't worry about it. Just go wash it out, child. Oh, and then she was very angry with me, child. She said, don't you laugh at me. This is disgusting. And then she ran to the bathroom like, eww. And then me sat in the bed like, <laughs> what's going on? In the way, that's bad. What happened? <laughs> that's fucking hilarious, dude. I'm going to clip that and put that shit on Instagram. No, don't. <laughs> Marco V. Villator says, did you guys ever watch Roswell? No, we did not watch Roswell, but I did realize Nathan Basil, uh, who we just interviewed, he was on that fucking show, I think. Maybe it was Roswell, maybe it was a different one, but I think he was on that yeah, show. Yeah, I think he was on that show. Uh, he, uh, he, he was on the show or he was a producer or something, or a director of one of the episodes or something. Yeah, he was definitely, I think if that was the show, he was an actor in it. But yeah, I, I got to check that out, man. I love the damn, uh, I love the damn alien shit. All right, so we are. Uh, we got not, you want to you wanna finish the, the rest of the news up when we come back? Because yeah. We've got like tons of news still to go. That's what I was going to say. We've still got um, uh, the things that. Things that go bump in the night. Things that go bump in the uh, we, st- we still have the Justice League news to talk about. Yep. We still have uh, Rob Zombie to talk about. We still got a John Carpenter story to talk about. Still have Deadpool uh, 3 to talk about. Fucking crazy story about Deadpool 3. And then we still have some fun Army Hammer shit to talk about. So all that will be in the final hour of the show. Tons of movie news still to go. Um, touch my butt. I feel, by the way, I, I just want you guys to know, Slender Man is not like dirty like that. <laughs> <laughs> and it felt really, it felt really out of the comfort zone. <laughs> He's a pure soul, damn it! Leave he him just talked about Subway and having a good day with you, with you rest of your evening. He's not talking about you know doing it and doing it and doing it well. Doing it and doing it and doing it well. <laughs> well. <laughs> all right, guys, we'll be right back. We're gonna talk about all that fucking, um, all that movie news we just said. Yep. We're gonna take a quick break. We'll be right Big back. What's day awake just to hear you breathing? Uh, you know, I was thinking to myself <clears throat> when I was in the restroom, I like men out, out of my small wiener. After the I like men thought, uh-huh. I was like that story about the whiteout huffing. I was like, you know, I think a perfect soundtrack would be spend, spending most of our lives living <laughs> in the gangsters paradise. <laughs> hey, man, when you grow up in Winchester, Kentucky, anything could happen. <laughs> Hey, thanks for revealing it. <laughs> he meant Winchester, Virginia. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was it was a crazy time. Mm-hmm. Yes, dangerous streets, man. Dangerous streets that we grew up in. No doubt about it. No two ways about it, my friend. Uh, hey, before we do the movie news for the rest of the night, I do want to let you guys know if you're interested. Um, By the way, Force Builder 69 says, I was watching that. <laughs> Asshole. Turn it back on. <laughs> Give it back. 
way more entertaining than this bullshit. <laughs> Probably. Um, but no, if you guys want to do this again tomorrow night, our top two tiers of our Patreon, we have a special monthly stream with them. And if you are a Patreon tomorrow night, 9 p.m. Eastern, uh, we're doing this again. And that's when shit gets crazy. Mm-hmm. That's when shit gets real crazy. We play music. We play guitar. We sing songs. We get naked. We swing our wings all over the place. It's a shit show. You got to see it. Tallywhackers going left and right, just out of control, like a graboid in trimmers. You yeah. just don't know where it's gonna pop up and get <laughs> you. It's true, it's true. But all right, the movie news that we promised: some crazy stuff happening in the world today. First one I want to start off talking about is Deadpool three. Man, this is mm-hmm. heartbreaking. <clears throat> what happened? Ryan Reynolds tweeted. He said it's critical to have open, honest, and healthy discussions around mental health by retweeting uh, hashtag. Bell, let's talk. You can make a difference. In case that's not enough, before Disney bought Fox, Deadpool 3 was going to be a road trip between Deadpool and Logan, Rashomon style, for real. So what he's essentially saying there, and he says for real, I guess it's to, you know, hopefully to get the cause retweeted more, broke some news (sighs) there, uh, which is cool. He's a fucking awesome dude. Love Ryan Reynolds. But, dude, if that's for real... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> what that means is that Deadpool 3 was actually going to have Hugh Jackman and Ryan Reynolds, Deadpool and Wolverine on a road trip together and Rashomon style, which means they each tell their story. Uh, they both experience the road trip differently and they each tell their versions. So Deadpool's would have been like batshit and crazy and awesome and Wolverine's would have been, you know, Deadpool being annoying as fuck. That could have been the greatest film that has ever touched a fucking film screen. And it would have been, a, yeah, if that's all true, yeah, that would have been amazing to fucking see on screen. Oh, my God. Especially if you get Hugh Jackman and Ryan Reynolds in the same room playing their respective characters and Wolverine and Deadpool. Holy shit. Tolis Stromboli. I would love to have seen that. Uh, unfortunately, that's never going to happen yeah. ever. Uh, and it sucks. Now, I do have, I do, I do in, in, in my uh, Cracker Jacks hold out hope that possibly maybe some way just a small fart in the wind that at, at some point a deadpool movie with ryan reynolds if he continues on for a little while that you will get a hugh jackman cameo yeah but the fact that this was going to be centered on an entire story around wolverine and deadpool doing their thing I, that really sucks that we'll never get to see it on camera the thing is though and I know that Hugh Jackman likes Ryan Reynolds a lot. And, you know, obviously the respect, you know, as far as actors and, and all that stuff is there. But I feel like I feel like what Hugh Jackman is thinking is like he played that character for like 16 years or whatever it was, like the longest running actor ever to play a character for that amount of years. He was like, you know, we ended on such a wonderful, great out in out out outrance is not a word but an out <laughs> uh, with Logan that there was really no point in coming back and touching that character ever again. And, and I don't think he wanted to do dishonor. I, I feel like I'm, I'm talking about Hugh Jackman, like he's the last samurai Tom Cruise, but he didn't want to do uh, any kind of like uh, dishonor to the character by coming back and repeating the Wolverine character, even with Ryan Reynolds and Deadpool. Like, cause Logan was like, Logan was the best, you know, if you're going to pick a movie for you to end it on, it'd be Logan. Yeah, I. but, I mean, then again, if they did do Deadpool 3 and they did have that story, it could have been told in the past tense, too. So, technically, it could have been pre what happened in Logan. I mean, because obviously it would be because he fucking died, right? Yeah, I mean, I know. But Spoiler I mean, alert. I don't know. And, and I'm sure that's what they would have done. But I also wonder, man, like, what is the reason that 
Disney buying Fox killed that. Uh, it could be A, because they just knew immediately what they had the idea and maybe they had some of it written or whatever. And maybe they just knew immediately that, oh, this is too, this is too raucous for fucking anything Disney. Uh, maybe they knew that. Maybe Disney came in, saw the idea. Maybe they saw a script or something. I don't know. Maybe they said, no fucking way that's coming under our banner. We'll do Deadpool 3, yeah. but you got to tone this shit down. Uh, maybe Disney came in and they said, we have plans for the X-Men, so you can't bring Wolverine back in at all. There can't be a Hugh Jackman appearance. There can't be any of that. Yeah. Um, maybe they just decided that since Disney did it and they have their whole 10-year plan or whatever for X-Men that uh, it would take too long to get it done. And either way, at the end of the fucking day, man, I, God, like I, I actually get really angry in my tchotchkes about this kind of shit. Like, uh, the same thing with the, the the alien movies. The same thing with all the shit within buying Fox Predator. And I know they're supposed to be doing something with all this, but God damn it, can Disney just not fucking own every goddamn thing? Can they just left Deadpool fucking out of it somehow? Sold it to somebody else? Something like at some fucking point, the art like Disney. You got Disney has fucking enough. They have enough. They yeah, have more. They have all this fucking shit. Just let them make their fucking movies the way they want to make them and stop. No, we need to tie into the universe, so it needs to be ten years down the road. So this fucking Easter egg, blah blah blah, horse fucking shit. Just make good fucking movies. And Deadpool, Wolverine, fucking uh, buddy cop movie would have been the greatest goddamn thing of all time. And I'm it, sick it, of this it, shit. It would have been good. Um, I, I almost feel like Zack Snyder uh, for DC because I can't think of anybody else that would come in. Uh, that would tell MCU or or Marvel or Disney, you must be the Monopoly guy. Do not pass go. Do not collect two hundred dollars. Yeah, it's true. Uh, but at the same time, I don't know. I I think that if this movie, if this buddy cop realization had come before something like Logan, it might have been reasonable. The thing about it is, I don't think. Like, dude, I really, I don't know how much interest really was there for Hugh Jackman to begin with. I mean, Patrick Stewart and him both had said that. <clears throat> the movie, the way that the, the characters ended in Logan was the the, uh, the the swan song that the character needed. Now, now the the the, the weird news, or not the weird news, but the, the possibility of Hugh Jackman appearing in a Deadpool movie with alongside Ryan Reynolds as a cameo appearance could work because Deadpool breaks the fourth wall all the time. Yeah. And the fact that Hugh Jackman is an actor playing Wolverine would actually work in his favor. It does suck that maybe it's possible that the, when Marvel moved in and bought 20th Century Fox, um, that they already had these plans in place where they had planned on bringing Hugh Jackman in and doing something with Wolverine, and they were just like, nah, bro, I got my own fucking plans for my characters. Get your shit done. Yeah. Uh, and, and get out of my my office. It's possible, but I, I feel like, um, I don't know. Uh, it sucks that... In a way, I wanted to see it, but in a way, I, I fuck. I don't. I don't know. It's hard to, because I back in the day, I would love to have seen it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like I would have loved to have seen the Hugh Jackman Deadpool team up, Wolverine Deadpool. It would have been great. It would have been hilarious and it would have been awesome. But after watching, again, I'm, I'm I, I keep referencing Logan. I just I don't. I, I wouldn't want them to go back and tarnish it. I mean, it was it was it was good. I mean, it was good. I mean, it if, was great. If but you, if you played a character for that long, I mean, you've done everything you can do with the character. I just think that this would have taken place before all that, so it wouldn't have really affected it at all. Well, like, I mean, so did, well, X Men. Well, in X Men uh, Apocalypse, he had a cameo in it as Weapon X. Right, but this and would have been awesome. a whole fucking movie, like I know. double co stars. You know that that. 
Fuck, God. I mean, and either way, I, I also wonder, dude, I do think this as well. Ryan Reynolds knows marketing uh, and shit like that as good as anybody. The only reason yeah. Deadpool exists is because he got that fucking test footage leaked, and he could say he didn't yeah. all day. I think he's made a couple jokes about not doing it or doing it, but I personally think that he probably had something to do with that footage getting leaked. And his promotions and, and, and his ability to market is the reason that we have Deadpool existing now. And I think that on the on the flip side of this, I think that he's probably not doing any of this by mistake. I think maybe in his mind, now this might be conspiratorial or whatever, but I think a part of what he might be thinking is, I'm going to tweet this out there, and then maybe it gets a bunch of people fucking talking, and then maybe people start clamoring for it, and then maybe on the cusp of us talking to Marvel about doing this, they get a push to do it, and they're like, okay, we're going to let you do this. Because it's going to be in the past tense. It's not going to affect Marvel's future with the X-Men or anything like that. So I think maybe there's a tiny fart glimmer of hope, like a little quick pew in the night when you walk by someone and you try not to, mm -hmm. to let it out too yeah. loud. Crop dusting. But yeah, crop dust. maybe there's a tiny little pew, a hope that that movie still happens. Either way, it just maybe. it's it reads to me. And by the way, I'm reading Deadpool right now. I'm going through the books, and uh, I'm at the I'm at the one right now where uh, uh, basically some version of Weapon X uh, has taken uh, parts of like Wolverine and Captain America and Nightcrawler, and they've made these zombie versions of them. They all look like Deadpool, like. They have the Deadpool fucked up skin, but they're trying to create their own superheroes in that. And uh, Deadpool is working with Wolverine and working with Captain America uh, side by side uh, for all this shit going on you're in the reading, comic books. You're reading the graphic novels? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the second volume oh, of the graphic yeah. novels. Did you, uh, well, did you, read, did you start at the beginning with Mutant X? Uh, no, it just starts with uh, it starts with just you the newer. Okay, yeah, the newer one. Uh, yeah. Well, look, yeah, look, dude. I I don't know. I mean, there's a lot of great stories to be told, but I think what's going to happen um, in reality, I think this is going to happen. I think you'll have a Hugh Jackman cameo in a Deadpool movie at some point with Ryan Reynolds if this thing keeps going and Ryan Reynolds stays with Disney. But I think that what is actually going to happen and what Disney wants to happen is maybe a team up movie with Tom Holland in spider-man because deadpool is obsessed with spider-man's cock yeah and he likes that a lot yeah and i think that's going to be the ultimate goal for uh disney in the mcu in their expanding their universe to maybe have moved from wolverine and logan and put it more on the focus on tom holland's spider-man yeah. and have a crossover with ryan reynolds in that now i'm not saying that hugh jackman won't appear but yeah the, the point being is what you're saying is about the movie that we missed out on this buddy cop kind of film that could have possibly existed, and that sucks. I, it would have been great. Um, like planes, trains, and automobiles with Deadpool and Logan, dude. Come on, fuck. Uh, uh, be, be, uh, yeah, before um, the merger with uh, 20th Century and Marvel, yeah, that would have been great. I would, I, you know, and yeah, I think that I, I know it's just bad timing. God damn, it's bad timing. Just like when you squirt early, yeah. it's like fuck, man. <laughs> I hate it when that happens. But yeah. I, they were working towards that too. Like all the the laughing man, laughing man's mm -hmm. good coffee. By the way, I've had Hugh Jackman's coffee. It tastes good. Uh, but the, the 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 marketing things that him and Hugh Jackman do, the fact that he wore his face in Deadpool, I feel like this is something that's been long in the works and private conversations over some aviation gin and some laughing man coffee between the two of them. Mm -hmm. Just awesome fucking dudes talking. Uh, I, I feel like that's something they probably had in the works. And and they probably agreed to on like as friends and like it sucks fucking ass that because that giant goddamn greedy fucking mouse we're never gonna see it i hate yeah. it i fucking well, hate it you know but there always is the hope that he cameos 
Yeah. Which I mean, it, w- it would still be cool, cool to cameo. But... If, if, if Hugh Jackman cameos, it'll be huge. A lot of people will fucking like love it. It, it. I'll love it. It'll be awesome, but it won't be the same as them having a fucking co-headline movie. Yeah. God damn, that would have been cool. Well, I mean, I, it's the same thing that we talked about before. Like, I, imagine how great it would have been to, to see a spirit of vengeance uh, or the spirits of vengeance or whatever, where it was Ghost Rider, Wolverine and the Punisher teaming yeah. up to take down Satan or whatever. Yeah. I mean, yeah. that was a possibility at one point, too. So. Fucking suckage, dude. Carrie Crownless says, The Stew, I'll be right back, is amazing. Also, just watch Little Things. Denzel was is always on point. Yeah, Denzel dude. is great. He you know what's weird about shit. Denzel? Is Denzel should be in, in either the MCU or the DCEU. And I've not seen him once pop up. What the fuck is going on? I don't... He should. He you should. know, there's some actors I don't even need to see in superhero hey, man, movies. You know what? I think Denzel... Uh, I know he's a little older, but Denzel would have probably pulled off a really, really uh, not, and not and nothing against Don Cheadle. He'd have pulled off a really good War Machine. I think he's too high profile for War Machine. I think well, Denzel's no, got because to be he would, his I'm, I'm just talking about his acting ability. He would be the kind of guy that you would see and be like, I got to keep Tony Stark in check. Oh, he would have been good at that. Yeah, yeah you're right. He would have been like, fucking I, great. Yeah, at that. that's that's what I'm saying. Like I, it, it's it's really shitty. Uh, I think. And by the way, if Denzel had been younger. He would have been a great Black Panther back in the day. And, oh and nothing my God. against yeah. Chadwick Boseman. I yeah. love Chadwick Boseman, uh, RIP, but I'm just saying, like, Denzel Washington would have been a really good Black Panther. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about back in his early days. He would have been good for that. I mean, Denzel Washington could pretty much fucking, you know, he could sell a, a ketchup popsicle to a woman in white gloves. I think he'd be good in almost ketchup just about popsicle? anything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Marco Vivalator says, sounds like days of future past type scenario. There you go. By the way, is that the best X-Men movie of all of them? Days of Future Past? For me, I think it that, is. Days of Future Past is, is high up there on the list as far as the best ever representation of the X-Men. What but would you X2, put above it? X2? X2 X two is really good. Yeah. I mean, X2, X2 is like literally uh, the X-Men become the X-Men in my opinion. They become like what you've always wanted. Uh, Days of Future Past is good. The, you know, look, the whole X-Men franchise, the only thing I take a, uh, away from it that I have such a bad taste in my mouth, like that gentleman that would not tell me that he squirted, was the fact that they did not utilize Cyclops enough. True. Cyclops is is what – you're talking about one of the best leaders ever, okay? Yeah. One of the best leaders. I love Cyclops. I loved him in the animated series. I loved his character in the comic books. And you had a gold mine. You had James Marston, who was the best Cyclops you really could have gotten. James Marston, fucking, fucking awesome Cyclops. You, yeah, dude. you wasted it. Yeah, go ahead, and move through, Logan. Pass, move Logan. through it. He's <laughs> like, uh, hey, Logan, stay away from my girl. <laughs> I mean, it, it, James Marston was perfect, and they just underutilized that character, and it really was a travesty. I can't but, remember the guy's name that played him in the first class movies and all that. Uh, and I know well, a lot of people. Good, he was good, dude. Yeah. Love him, and he was fine. But he doesn't hold a candle to James Marsden to me. James Marsden was way more um, full on Cyclops. Yeah, James Marsden as Cyclops, man. They, they, it was a home run. <clears throat> and I know what they were trying to do. Brian Singer wanted to make the focus on Wolverine to bring the audience in because Wolverine was a fan favorite, and I get it. But dude, Cyclops was like Captain America, but with more balls. And I and I wanted to see that that like assholic version of Captain America on the big screen, like he was. You just you. I mean, you missed it. You blew it. <laughs> you blew it. We ruined the good surprise on you. <laughs> hooters, hooters, hooters. Uh, Ryder says I love Ryan Reynolds, but you know that guy. He has a sexy ass. I can't imagine. I can't picture what his ass looks like, but it's got to be fucking hey, a dude. statue. 
if you put a coconut between his butt cheeks, he'd crack that motherfucker and give you milk. I'd drink it. <laughs> I would drink that milk. Right right between his fucking taint. You'd be like, ah. <laughs> yeah, dude. Like, I'm, I'm generally just not attracted to man in any sense of the word. You know, I'm just, you know, nothing wrong with that. It's awesome if you are. I'm an all ladies kind of guy. But I, I'm going to be honest with you. I'd probably bang Ryan Reynolds. I mean, <laughs> he's a good looking guy. How could you no not? Doubt. How could you not? Just a beautiful man. Just a, he's got uh, fake eyebrows, but he's all right. <laughs> Does he? Does he have fake eyebrows? I well, never know. I mean, they look like, like, I'm not saying anything against him, but it just looks like his eyebrows would pop off like Mr. Potato Head if you shook him too hard. <laughs> uh, <laughs> they, I mean, way, they're really manicured. Hey, I mean, they're really nice. Jay can tell you, I'm old school Ryan Reynolds love, by the way. Pre-Deadpool, back when people were shitting on him when he was dating ScarJo and whatever, like, I've been a fucking hardcore Ryan Reynolds lover since... Mm fucking van wilder like i've always loved that guy i was so super happy to see the world finally accept him as an actor when deadpool came out because he got shit on a lot you and i both loved r.i.p.d we thought he was great in that fucking movie i thought r.i.p.d was really good um, yeah yeah it was awesome yeah and again I mean, like ryan reynolds like to me ryan reynolds showcased his ability to act and move past the fart and dick jokes when he did a movie called buried i was like that was the movie for me i was like man that guy is really on it yeah he I was mean, great that's a really good movie he was he he was, it was that was a master class in acting and buried, but smoking aces. I thought he was fucking amazing in that movie. Smoking like, aces was good. He was awesome in that too. And then, uh, by the way, if anybody look, is looking for a movie to watch tonight, you want to watch something funny because comedies just don't exist in this stupid world we live in anymore. Please go and check out a movie called Buying the Cow. Buying the Cow, Jerry O'Connell, Bill Bellamy, Ryan Reynolds, old school weird ass nineties movie. Most people haven't watched it. Watched it again a couple months ago, and I fucking love that movie, dude. And it's one of Jesse Ron Reynolds' funniest says, movies. He was in, uh, he was in Blade Three. Yes, he was. Yeah, he was like, I just ate a lot of garlic and I farted. <laughs> the thing about that movie, that Blade Trinity sucked balls. Yeah. I mean, it was a really bad fucking movie. But yeah, yeah Ryan Reynolds was great in it as a what do they call the Night Blades or whatever the team that helped assist Blade. Uh, yeah. Or the Night Stalkers, I don't fucking know. I mean, but he I'm had the line about... "cock juggling thunder cunt," which is one of the greatest lines of all time. Yeah, he was great, and uh, Triple H was actually a really good fucking part of that movie. I mean, there were some yeah. good moments in that movie. It just it was a terrible movie. Yeah. And then you know, of course, Blade didn't want to come out because he was trying to do his taxes, which wound up not being good for him. <laughs> didn't and work out. With the jail, didn't <laughs> do a good job with those. You, you can't win with it. Can't win with those taxes returns. Dragon Beast, thank you very much for that. Appreciate it. King of Evil Ganondorf Dragmire has made an appearance, and he says, hey, I just want your audience to know that when I send a super chat and stay stuff, I've been wired. I feel a bit bad for going too far last time from saying I wanted to stab Link. I just didn't want anyone to think I'm insane. Well, I get you, man. I get you. Like Link has been a, a thorn in your butt cheek for quite a while, and I can't blame you for being a little bit testy in the testicles about him still being alive with his ocarina, and he's still going after Zelda. Listen, uh, Ganondorf, I have no problems with you whatsoever, but let me tell you something right now. You got to be a little careful in social media and what you say because listen, no one's gonna play you an opponent's song if some shit goes wrong. You get what I'm saying? I get what you're saying. But just be careful. Just be get careful there with the Master get. Sword. And you said you admitted to still the Master Sword, you son of a bitch. <laughs> Holy shit. You're going to go to the Temple of Time. Uh, Taryn Kersey says, hey, Mike, don't forget to give us all the uncensored details of your Hollywood casting couch adventure tomorrow night on the Patreon live stream. Yeah, you got to remind me that tomorrow night, guys, during the Patreon live stream, I got a great story to tell about how someone tried to basically visually irate me uh, using, a, uh, uh, using a part in a film that I didn't even want. It was fucking weird i told you about that right jay i think we went 
the dude uh, that wanted me like get uh, naked. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. On yeah. camera to get a part in a movie that I didn't even want. It was fucking yeah. weird, dude. I do, I do remember that. I'll tell you guys the whole thing, start to finish. It's a crazy story. So make sure you sign up for that Patreon and show up tomorrow night. Um, okay, so uh, Marco well, Villatoro. Let me get to huh? Marco Villatoro. Says they did Cyclops dirty and X Men Last Stand. Yeah. they did. Uh, that was actually that, that was that was a really shitty movie to begin with, and they have treated Cyclops as like I don't know I don't know what the fuck was going on um, with Brian Singer's brain with the fact that you have one of the best X Men ever in Cyclops and you don't do anything with him you don't really develop his character and I, I saw somebody and it's like he was a simp for Jean Grey I get that I actually do the fact that he was like hey and, and that, all he did was fucking cry and whine and not do the goddamn thing. And I was like, instead of like picking your balls up off the fucking floor and being the leader of the X-Men that you should have been, he never yeah. did it. Like, and I get that that was his love of his life, but, but Cyclops's psyche would have been like, I got to get the rest of the X-Men together and like, uh, find a way to get over this and then be, you know, have a, a unity moment. And he didn't do it. It was awful. Cyclops tale is a tale of woe for men all around really because even at their best in their relationship she kind of wanted to fuck logan the whole time so it's like i don't know i just feel bad for the guy kind of i i feel like the focus was too too much put on wolverine and not enough put on cyclops and mm -hmm. the potential of a great story from there because cyclops honestly a lot of people just pass him off and they're like oh he's a shallow fucking guy he actually has a lot of layers like an onion shrek but he has a lot of layers, and you got to get to him. And I mean, he's one of the best characters in not just X Men, but in Marvel comics. Yeah. And I mean, they, I, I, again, why are you going to take a guy that has a great fucking suit in X Men the animated series and fucking dismiss him? Okay, how dare you? Yeah. Like, give me some of that. Give me some of that real Cyclops. Give me some real Scott Summers. And by the way, him and Gene, they spawned not only Cable but X Men Nathaniel Gray himself. Yeah, there was so a lot many of stories, powerful dude. genes, a lot of powerful sperm in that. Yeah, a lot, a lot. But I, yeah, I always felt bad for Cyclops for multiple reasons. But one of them being like, she just, she kind of wanted to fuck the badass dude in Wolverine. Like, you can't win, you can't win that way. You know, but I mean, you can't, you cannot deny the fact that James Marston was the best. Umaro Uno Cyclops, you could have picked. At 100%. that time, 100%. He was the guy. Fucking good looking him, guy. Man. He's yeah. got the asshole kind of like reserved asshole yeah. on, on lock. He's the guy. Great fucking, great fucking comment from Marco V. Villatoro. Cyclops is the Captain America of the X-Men. Spot 100%. on, sir. And when, when they had the uh, Avengers versus X-Men, it was it was dead on that. Yeah. The Avengers versus X-Men comic book line. I mean, that was 100% exactly the same thing. Fuck because yeah. uh, Cyclops respected Captain America because he knew he was older and he had more experience and he was a leader, too. But they respected each other as leaders of their respective teams. I don't know. Dude, God, man, it really it really looks when you look back on the X-Men movies as great as they were, except for X3, you're like, God, man, like they really did fucking Shaquille O'Neal shaft yeah. big B, uh, BBC in the ass on Cyclops. I like The Last Stand. Honestly, I know nobody else does. I like the movie. I like the movie. And here's why. They dicked over every character in that fucking movie, by the way. They Halloween, Rob Zombie Halloween 2 all the characters. Like, like they fucking quick deaths, fucked them up, left and right, whatever. I understand that, and I don't like Juggernaut that. Juggernaut was terrible. <laughs> Juggernaut was terrible. I'm the Juggernaut, bitch! <laughs> that, that was really actually bad. And and they, they focused, instead of focusing on, like, Cyclops, they focus on the guy that could pull spikes out of his head. I get I get it. Like, the movie's not good. I, I understand. I enjoy watching it, though, because for me, it 
I just went dark. My battery died. But let me oh. say this, if you can still hear me while I replace this battery. The Last Stand was a comic book. I mean, it was a batshit comic book where everybody fucking dies and anything goes. And it was wild. And it was like a Royal Rumble free-for-all. And I appreciate that. And I enjoy watching it. As far as further storylines go, terrible fucking storyline. Yeah. But for a movie, I enjoy watching it. I really do. I No, I agree with you. Uh, it, it just felt like a, a, a Royal Rumble, anything goes, uh, free-for-all kind of moment brought to you by goddamn Nick Saban films on Power Rangers Network because they were like they were they they just they they glossed over everything and I mean you introduced Angel and you did it and you had Ben Foster yeah. and Ben Foster was a great he's a great actor and you glossed over that whole fucking thing like it didn't matter Warren Worthington one of the actual real um uh OGs of the X-Men you didn't even do anything with him really he was just a, a whiny blonde-headed bitch that broke out of a fucking um you know facility and then flew around and whining with his wings i i feel like that movie i and i think Brian Singer would agree with that i mean since it wasn't Brian Singer that did that movie that it was just a quick fucking uh movie to get as many tickets sold as possible and to sell goddamn toys and yeah. I feel like that's why Brian Singer came back and he's like, no, no, no you fucked up my work and I'm going to do days of future past and get a little bit of redemption because you screwed up everything going forward. And I'm not saying that Brian Singer did any kind of justice to Cyclops because he didn't, but I don't think that we would have got the last stand the way that was. And by the way, also a character that was passed over and nobody gave a shit about was Storm. Storm was also a character was awesome. She was the, the uh, secondary backup leader uh, in the X-Men other than Cyclops. Uh, and, and she wasn't even justice either. And, and Halle Berry was a great, she was a good storm. I'm trying to f fix my shit right here, by the way. Sorry, my camera won't work now. Um, I could see you, but like, there, there you are. Yeah, there, there you are. Yeah. Why am I tiny? I don't know. That, <laughs> a lot of men ask that of themselves when they get in the uh, virgin territory when they have their girl at prom night. Why am I tiny? <laughs> I should be into this. My shit's getting fucked up here. Okay, I'm gonna have to go to my shit camera. Um, you, you look like dude, you look like a <laughs> you look like a George Thorogood movie. <laughs> like like yeah. I feel like a George Thorogood song. You look all smoky on the left. I don't know <laughs> which camera to look at here or what's going on here. My shit's not working at all. It's all fucked up. But uh, yeah, I guess this is where we are for the remainder of the show. Sorry, my camera, f but the battery died and then the camera just wouldn't fucking work right. I don't know what's going on, but um. We'll make we make it do what it do, baby. Yeah, we it, it'd be it'd be good. Uh, by the way, we could we can literally one day. Oh, maybe here we are. And, I'm back. Oh, I'm there back. you are. Yeah. Maybe one day me and Mike will go back and we'll do a whole uh, giant dive in on the X Men movies. I would love to, dude. I love watching yeah. those fucking movies so much. That's yeah, one of my favorites. Yeah, you know favorites. what? We could, we could get really fucking butt naked with butter and get on the X Men animated series. I would do that. I'm not gonna lie. I hey, love man, that shit. I do. I, I've been watching. <laughs> Hey, by, by the way, I, I saw a fan made this on YouTube. Uh, they they replaced the beginning of X-Men with the X-Men animated music uh, uh, coming in with the credits. Dude, I, I, all, I, all I ever wanted one day was to watch an X-Men movie with Hugh Jackman, Patrick Stewart, all those guys, and have that music pop up. Just like, you know, like, just have it somewhere. Oh, my God, dude. That'd be so That would have cool. been goddamn amazing. And by the way, another one that didn't really get introduced or given credit to was Gambit. 
Gambit is a fan favorite. He never as well. got a fucking uh, Taylor. I, I like the guy that played him in uh, Origins, but I like the the guy. But he should have never been fucking Gambit, dude. Never, yeah. never. Yeah. Jared Leto probably would be a good Gambit. Uh, you can't Not do now. it, obviously. He's too old. He's, well, yeah. no, actually, Jared Leto might. Uh, now, I mean, he. Dan Stevens from the guest, he'd be a great gambit, I feel like, if he could do yeah, the accent, you know. But anyways, Dirk Jason Hall says, Why does a spawn reboot with Jamie Foxx and Jason Blum backing it getting slept on? It is said to be more R rated than Deadpool. It could be huge. Uh I think I think the only reason it's getting slept on, bro, is because fucking Todd McFarlane has just been in the media just talking shit for years now. He's like, Oh, we're gonna do it, it's gonna be this. No, we're gonna do it now, it's gonna be this. Oh no, we're gonna do it. I just need this much money, this and that. I think people just like he talked about it so much and did nothing that i feel like spawn like people just like you hear spawn and you hear a spawn story it's like a crow reboot at this point you hear it and you go fucking wazoo out of sight out of mind when it happens when i see a fucking trailer i'll believe it and i'll get psyched i think people just refuse to get psyched because they keep talking and not doing anything with it yeah man i i've been following spawn since i read the comic book in 1992 and I love the animated series on HBO. I love the Tom McFarlane introductions when he was doing it back in those days. And you know what? Spawn, when it came out in 1994, it was a garbage movie, but I liked it, the fact that they were trying anyway. And they really did have a really good Al Simmons. Al Simmons was fucking awesome when they picked Michael Jai White. Michael Jai White was the right guy for the fucking movie. The reason why Jamie Foxx, I think that the whole reason why that hell, you know, that's happening, he's a big-time actor. Could he pull it off? Yeah, he could pull it off. I think what they're really going to go for, they're going to go for, like, Michael Jai White was kind of unknown in, in a lot of ways in 1994. A lot of people didn't know Michael Jai White, Yeah, you know, in the way that they know Jamie Foxx. And maybe they were like, well, you know, look, Jamie Foxx may be asking for a lot more money than they were willing to pay. Uh, you know, I don't know. I don't know what the issue is on the, on the, on the bottom side of that. Spawn could be one of the best horror movies uh, slash superhero movies of all time. Look, uh, I follow, I, dude. I, I read those fucking comic books all the way up to issue one fifty. Yeah, I know all about Al Simmons and Spawn. I know all about the clock. I know all about fucking Angela, which if they ever introduce her would be amazing. It, it, I, I don't know, man. Um, there's a lot of things that go on in Hollywood that take away from an actual, real, honest to god realization of a book that, um, just like Ghost Rider, that could be like, to us, would be like Blade. Yeah, that's it another. It would be like some kind of fucking an amazing new height that other comic book movie companies would try to rise to. But Carrie Crownless says Reynolds PP not good though. Watch buying the cow. Uh, that's what we were just talking about. You talk about the testy tuck scene where he's like magnifico. <laughs> that shit is so fucking funny. That whole scene is hilarious, Carrie. I love that movie. Um, all right, let's see here. Okay, so we are caught up on the super cheats. What else no, we got we, in the news? Uh, no, we're not. What? We're not caught up. What did we miss? Hold on. Oh, um, Marco. Yeah. No. Uh, Gary Catlow uh, says, I get it, Mike. I'm straight too, but for me, it's Keanu Reeves and Carl Urban. Lord. I understand that. Yeah. <clears throat> and then uh, King of Evil, Gandorf Dragmire. Finally, we talk now, child. He says, I'm in the sacred realm where the Triforce lives at the moment because I didn't know I got rid of fake Master Sword, so I'm stuck here for a while. Size lonely. I'm properly going to sleep soon. Well, that's good. You have a fake bullshit going on. You have a fake master sword. Holy shit. You need to take that back to goddamn fucking uh, Pawn Stars. What are you doing? Storage you're trying force. to take down Link and Hyrule, and you're getting Pawn Stars Triforce shit. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> 
Uh, we also have uh, there was another one here. It's Marco. Um, Marco says if you took Last Stand, if you look Last Stand and Dark Phoenix, they did the same with Cyclops as the character in both movies. I uh, I never. It was funny because we were talking about this. I never saw Dark Phoenix till the other night. I was sitting here. I was three sheets to the wind. I wanted to play on my phone and just turn something on, and I turned it on. And God bless. Do I understand why people were pissed about that movie? Talk about nothing fucking happening. Yeah, dude, I watched that a while ago, and it's a it's a fucking garbage can of a movie. I liked certain parts of it. There was some decent action in it. There was some decent character development. But when they really got to the nitty gritty and the nitty titty of of uh, Jean Grey herself, look, the Dark Phoenix storyline is one of the best storylines that Marvel has ever put out. Like a hundred percent. You got Infinity Gauntlet. You got Infinity War. You got Secret Wars. Then you got the Dark Phoenix. I mean, I'm not saying that's not like a ranked or anything, but the Dark Phoenix storyline would have been and could have been amazing you're talking about thanos right the thanos level character that they just fucking immediately threw in and they're like oh yeah well we're just gonna do a throwaway here fuck it yeah dude like that movie was a money grab if i've ever seen that's like that's like rats abandoning a, a sinking ship they knew they were gonna get bought out by marvel and they were like let's throw everything we got and fucking do as much as we can and make as much money as we can and get the fuck out of dodge yeah. That's what they did. And like that, that's exactly how it felt too. You and guys of comic book, you know what I'm talking about. Dark Phoenix is one of the best storylines ever. And I'm tired of it. I'm tired of it. They've done it. They've they've they built up to it in the X Men movies. They did it again with the other movies. There are so many great fucking stories because X Men is one of the shit I shits I did read. You know when I was growing up in the '90s, and there are so many fucking amazing, cool X Men stories to go with. I don't, I don't, is anybody said, oh, we're going to do the Dark Phoenix storyline. I'm going to be like, shut the fuck up and get out of my office. If it well, was they never did me. it right, though. Period. They never did it right, but there's like, okay, you did, they did at least two movies and then had two movies leading up to it. Let's put that baby to fucking bed and let's go do some other shit with X Men. You talk, look mm. at how many people are in the fucking, you got Mr. Sinister, you got all this shit in the X Men uh, uh, stuff to go through. We've had so many stories about Jean Grey and how fucking powerful she is. I'm tired of hearing about it. Let's go somewhere fucking new. I swear to God, if Marvel brings out the X-Men and they start to lean towards that story, I'm going to get fucking pissed. I think that Dark Phoenix, they've done right, will be one of the best stories they've ever done. If they, 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 gave, they gave one decent attempt at it with X2. With just, and I'm talking about the very end when she has the Phoenix thing rising up. And, she and then again, the last stand. The last stand sucked balls on yeah. the fucking side of taints. And then this and then one sucked balls, too. And they, yeah, exactly. So they've never really done a good one. My point being is the Dark Phoenix could be a, a bridgeway, a gateway for them to do. Because if you do Dark Phoenix correctly, then you get to Onslaught. And that, to me, I love Dark Phoenix, but I love Onslaught. In my opinion, Onslaught is the best X-Men story ever told, yeah. where the fact that Charles Xavier shuts down Magneto's mind, and in doing so takes a portion of, of, of Magneto into himself and creates this monster yeah. onslaught, which, by the way, takes down not only the fucking X-Men, but the Avengers and the Fantastic Four. So it's a powerful fucking entity. I, so, I, that's what I'm saying, though. That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't want to fucking go through that again when you've got Onslaught and you've got all this other cool shit you could do. I just I don't want to go through that fucking thing again because if they fuck it up again, then they start over again, and then, then you're real fucked. Then you're never well, getting I, Onslaught. I would agree, but I don't think that MCU is going to fuck. The, like, like, honestly, in that regard, uh, I'm glad that Disney has uh, X-Men because it's Marvel Studios. They're 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 gonna know what to do with the X Men, and they're also gonna know what to do with Fantastic Four, because they both had, other than X Men one and two, and Logan obviously with 20th Century Fox and the Wolverine, the 20th Century Fox uh, outing of the X Men have been shit. 
They've not done anything with. Well, them. I did love X Men and X Two. I thought the, the I just I said X Men One and Two. Oh, I thought Logan. you said X Two. No, other than those, everything else they've done has been garbage. Yeah. Yeah. So well, and 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 but you know Spider Man with Sony and all that. Shit, and X Men's I mean, hard to fucking do, man. I mean, it's Avengers level uh, seismic event, and, and you're talking about you know. Look how long it took him to build up Avengers. Like, you know, you got to do every guy's solo movie, and you build up to that, and then you had the first Avengers movie. I mean, now we're at the point where we're a little bit spoiled. We've we've had multiple Avengers movies, Infinity War, all that shit. But if you look back at it, like to, if they want to build X Men up that way and do solo movie, solo movie, solo movie, solo movie, X Men movie, like oh man, there's we, you and you I know, might be dead before we see Onslaught. Maybe. Uh, do you know? Um... And again, this is rumor, but um, and I know he's already cast, by the way. But the next baddie for the MCU, uh, I, I I was leaning toward Galactus as being the guy because it brings the Fantastic Four in. Uh, they're saying Kang the Conqueror because he's already been cast. I think in the the uh, Secret the, Wars is what it was. I think that he's in. I thought it was in the Eternals, the uh, Kang the Conqueror. It might the, the, be. I, I'm not 100 percent sure, but they did yeah, announce. I, they, they did they've announce. already, but they 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 announced Kang the Conqueror, which yeah. is one of uh, Avengers, one of the Avengers' most uh, reviled, not reviled, but one of the most uh, hardy villains that they have. He's a badass dude, like fucking Kang the Conqueror, and it also deals with time travel and all this shit. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yeah, it makes sense that if Kang the Conqueror is the next baddie, but I would really fucking love it and i would do i imagine this dude you, you introduce you got the the next phase right and you got the avengers and everything's going good and you got the spider-man thing and then you got um the x-men that come in right and they introduce the x-men maybe even wandavision i saw this thing that somebody said that magneto might make an appearance at the end of wandavision and they had vigo mortensen like kind of put on the face i'm like oh damn that would be cool as fuck yeah. but it won't but whoever uh and then you introduce the x-men and then, you know, they do their phases, they do their movies or whatever. And then the last fucking phase would be the Fantastic Four introduction and Galactus would come down. And then you had the Silver Surfer introduction and that would be the big baddie. Um, but unfortunately, I don't think they're going to do that. I think they're going to introduce the Fantastic Four uh, early on and then maybe in the Eternals movie. And then you're going to have Kang the Conqueror, which there's nothing wrong with Kang, but I'm just like, and he's not a bad character, but he's, he's kind of like a dork that loves time travel yeah <laughs> it's like mm. yeah uh it's, it's gonna be fucking crazy to see what they do man it really is mark dorman says dark phoenix is like dark knight returns great storylines but everybody wants to use it for their movies so many good x-man and batman stories around yeah and, and yeah. that's kind of what i'm saying too like just like there's so many places to go even though this is a great story you could branch out and you could do so much other shit and that stuff like has never been done before so you could at least touch on it uh, you know, you know, honestly, if you look at the Dark Phoenix story, and I mean, they'll never do this, but the way they're working WandaVision on Disney Plus, I would do a Dark Phoenix like setup the way they're doing WandaVision. That it would you know work in a TV, yeah, like yeah. No, I mean, just no, I mean, just to do the setup, the initial setup of Jean Grey kind of fucking losing her her shit mm-hmm. a little bit, but the X Men would have already had to be introduced. Yeah, but either way, uh, yeah, man, it, you know, we'll see. I think Marvel's in. Ant Man Three has King. That's what I saw it in. Ant Man Three. Oh, uh, okay. King I knew he was mentioned. I just we were both yeah. wrong. I, I couldn't remember where he was mentioned, but he was mentioned. But yeah, that's what I'm saying, man. I just think I think yeah, the the Dark Phoenix storyline's great. It's great, uh, but I think as soon as they mention that, fans like generic, you know, not generic, general fans are just they're gonna. 
fucking falls like uh, Jesus Christ again. Really? It's like it's like how many times do we have to watch Uncle Ben fucking die? You know what I mean? Like just because true. You know how many times do we have to see it? Uh, Not sure says you guys ever see uh, Big Wolf on campus? Still my favorite TV show horror related. They got episodes on YouTube to check out. I'm on that Miller High Live. I never seen that. I never seen that Dude. shit. Hey. I never seen Big it. Wolf on Campus is what they called me back in my porn days. <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen it either. Never even heard of it. Uh, but to your point about Miller High Life, tomorrow night, I'm going to break something out that I've had in my fridge for like three fucking months, dude. I bought like in December. A dildo icicle pop. Yeah, we're going to take I turns. I knew it. You sucked on it for a little hey, while. We're going to take turns. It's going to be like that movie Urban Cowboy. Like who can ride it longer? <laughs> no. I think you've got me beat there, Sub-Zero. <laughs> But uh, it's a. I bought this gigantic champagne-sized bottle of Miller High Life, and it's like the champagne of beers. But it's in a giant bottle. It's like a. It's like a forty, but it's like a sixty, and it's oh. huge. And it's Miller High Life, and I bought it for New Year's, and I forgot to break it out when we were celebrating. Oh, I'm gonna break that shit out tomorrow night for sure. Um, oh. Gary Catlow says I didn't like how they made Mystique a good guy because uh, they thought she sells tickets, and now DC are doing it by making Harley Quinn good. I I agree. It's interesting. Look. I, yeah, dude, Mystique was always a, a very, 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 very bad person. I mean, the, she had reasons for what she did, but the fact that they went above and beyond to make her like some kind of superhero on the team of the X-Men was kind of like playing the banjo and like fucking, hey, here's some wine and, you know, and, and your violin. Uh, she's not a character like she's a fucking murderer. I mean, that's what she is. Like yeah. she gets close to her victim and then like stabs them in the throat with a piece of broken glass. That's what Mystique is. And I feel like, um, and, and I'm not saying that she should just be like devoid of emotion. Not, not even saying that, but I'm just saying like, you know, the Jennifer Lawrence casting and, and you know, her and Charles grew up together. Suck my goddamn cock. Yes, because that dude. never fucking happened. That never happened in the comic books. And, you know, like they also missed a poor opportunity to introduce Juggernaut uh marco because that was charles's a stepbrother and fucking hated charles they miss opportunities all around but by the way mystique never ever ever fucking ever was charles xavier's like little ward that he worked with that never happened that was some bullshit for the tv and the movies i felt like they all all the movies not just the first class version of the movies um I, I, what should I call them other than the first class version of the movies? I think I, you guys know I, what I, I said. The 20th century, fo- the yeah. Fox version. Not just the young X-Men, but the older X-Men too. Dude, it was not just not just Mystique. They focused on every single one of those movies focused way too much on Mystique. Whether it was Rebecca Romaine Stamos yeah. or Jennifer Lawrence, her and um, Ice, like Iceman had too many oh, fucking... Yeah, Bobby. Yeah. yeah. Like the love triangle going on there, like we have so like <laughs> it's fucking insane, dude. Like, okay, if if they, if you guys have a hundred years to really slow play every fucking story, and you want to do that, fine. But it seems like these movies they pick the stupidest fucking plots to follow and the stupidest yeah. fucking characters to follow. And even though the movies turned out good because the X Men just so fucking great, like, dude, I would have loved to get deeper into Bishop. I would have loved to get deeper into gambling. Well, you got if you're gonna do that, you got to do the time travel aspect, which they have never touched on. Yeah. And if you're gonna do the time travel aspect, then you got to talk about Cable, which is the the uh, yeah. offspring. Which Deadpool did do a little bit. Well, it's the offspring of yeah, exactly. But it, like I'm talking about the early years of the X Men, mm-hmm. the the offspring of Gene and and, and fucking uh, uh, Cyclops. By the way, uh, Nate Gray, I'm, I I misspoke the other uh, earlier. 
Nathaniel Gray is uh, Cable. Nate Gray is the other X-Men. He's from the Age of Apocalypse, if I'm not mistaken. And somebody did mention Age of Apocalypse is probably the best storyline of X-Men. That's really, I, I do like Age of uh, Apocalypse. That's an awesome storyline in the X-Men comic books. But the point being, Age of Apocalypse, uh, they already did an Old Man Logan. Like, I mean, and you're going to have to, like, do that whole thing again where they're all aged up. And, and they kind of touched on it with Days of Future Past. Not exactly. I know they're Sentinels and stuff like that. But I always felt like uh, Days of Future Past was their attempt to bring in an Age of Apocalypse feel. Uh, yeah. And they did have Bishop in that anyway. So that does make sense. But yeah, man, like, look, the X-Men uh, is is one of those unique properties. There's so many great storylines. There's so many great characters. There's so many. It's such a unique combination of, of uh, characters. They can go any way with uh, any which way. Um, I just hope that the MCU knows what they're doing, which I think they do. And we get a really solid X-Men team in that we can finally. And by the way, we, we I want to see not just the onslaught, the Dark Phoenix done right. I want to see X-Men versus the Avengers, uh, the the ones that just happened a few years ago in the comic books. I want to see that shit. Dude, like, I want to fucking X-Men versus the Avengers. Do you know what a fucking cataclysmic movie event that would fucking be? Jesus I know. Christ. I mean, just building it up to it. Like, that would be amazing. Wow. Hey, Stephanie. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm 100% in agreement with you, dude. There's just so many places to go. It's hard to choose mm -hmm. where to go. Well, we should have done this. But, I mean, they did fucking five goddamn Magneto movies. Like, and I have no problem with Magneto. Magneto's cool, whether it's Ian McKellen or it's Michael Fassbender. But I like Michael Fassbender a little bit better. Though. We never like touched on Gambit and Rogue. You know, and that fucking storyline. You, you, you know never what? Did Jubilee any justice whatsoever, even? Well, here's the thing. I think that Rogue's going to pop up in a Captain Marvel movie because what happens with Rogue is that Rogue steals the power of Captain Marvel, and then uh, um, uh, she just becomes like... Uh, Captain Marvel just becomes like Warbird. Yeah. But that's where you get Rogue from the X-Men animated series where she can fly and she has super strength because she was basically trying to kill Captain Marvel and stole almost all of her power. So I think you're going to see Rogue in Captain Marvel 2. Uh, that would be amazing. And, and also, how do you not? How do you not? How have we never fucking seen Wolverine and the Hawk take each other on in the streets? Well, that's <laughs> you know? I, I, think that, I think that goes back to the fact that it's not just... Um, well, no, it is. MCU is really, uh, really slow to pull the trigger on another solo Hulk movie since technically yeah. both of them kind of flopped. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, but that would be that would be a great idea for MCU to be like, okay, we need to introduce the Wolverine here some way. Let's do a Hulk movie, and then halfway through it, have the fucking Wolverine show up with not just the Wolverine, but in his classic yellow fucking spandex. Does <laughs> that? Or, I want to see his hey, cock. They in those spandex. They <laughs> they teased Mister Sinister. They never gave him to us. We never saw uh, what is it, Omega Red. That was another oh, badass. Yeah, that's another. He one. was fucking cool. Uh, that whole like, oh, God, there's just so many places to go. The but Russian, I, the Russian with the tendrils. <laughs> I will take you down, Luke. I think uh, my favorite fucking X Men movie because of because they actually touched on the comics and they did it fucking right. Uh, for me, just personally, my number one X Men movie is definitely Days of Future Past. Man, that was so. Fucking it's a really great. good one. I'm, yeah. I'm always torn with X2 and, and Days of Future Past, but Days of Future Past, I remember watching that uh, that trailer and I like just being almost in tears seeing uh, James McAvoy face to face with Patrick Stewart and they were doing this time travel thing where they were talking. Yeah. And I'm like, God damn, talk about some good fucking writing and 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 pulling the the heartstrings. They did it right. They there. made it emotional. Yeah. Yeah, and that and that's the thing about X Men, uh, and, and I think it's different than the Avengers. The Avengers, while they're great and they have like their internal stories going on, and and they're uh, you know in involving, 
the X-Men is a family, and they always talk about the family aspect of the X-Men. I think the reason why the X-Men is one of those kind of movies that you can watch and read as a comic book fan is that it's 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 emotionally anchored. I mean, you get what it's like. I mean, people understand what it's like to be bullied or to be left out or not be included in the group. And these are people that get the same reason why they are not those people. And they, they find a common ground with one another. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that is why it's, it's an emotional um, anchor uh, that X-Men have that no other comic book in the MCU really does have. True. Is the fact that you can be involved in their particular relationships in a way that you can't be involved in what Avengers is. And, and that's why I want to see X-Men... And amazing villains, yeah. yeah. And that's why I want to see X Men really. Do, I want to be. I want to see X Men on the same level as the Avengers in the MCU. I really. Yeah. I hope they do great. I hope to God that Marvel feels like they fucking fleeced Fox with the X Men. I hope they feel that, and I hope that. I hope to God that they're just slow playing this because they're going to go hardcore X Men in the next ten yeah. years. But I'm just so disheartened by the fact that they got it, and they're like, "Well, we're going to focus on the Eternals and uh, Jubilee 2.967. Well, I, I think, but, but the Eternals is going to be the introduction to the X Men. I, I 100% think that's exactly what's going to happen. The Terrigen Mists. Uh, no, uh, no, that's the Inhumans. The, yeah. the Eternals, but the Eternals and the Inhumans and all that, it all goes back to the fucking X-Men. I think that that's where you're going to get the introduction of a mutant gene yeah. that or whatever. But this is what I'm talking about. Like, when one company has too much... Like instead, we could have Fox doing X Men, Marvel, Disney could be doing Marvel and like the the Avengers, and somebody else could be doing something else. Uh, or you could you could give Deadpool and like Punisher and Daredevil away to uh, Marvel Knights type scenario. Yeah, spread this shit out, and we can have the best of everything. But no, Marvel, Disney wants it fucking all, so we're gonna slow play it. We're never ever gonna get to the great shit the way we could get to the great shit if other properties had it. I just fucking hate the monopoly that Disney has over shit I, well, I think they're I, shorthanding themselves really bad i i agree with k martinez he says disney uh ruined the marvel franchise i don't know if they ruined it uh they definitely put a, a chokehold on maybe the creative freedom that marvel studios had at the time and 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 i will stick by that 100 percent because when marvel studios came out you got to remember iron man a third-tiered character yeah uh, on on avengers that nobody gave a shit about they cast robert downey jr they had john favreau directed they had a great writing team. They had a great cast, and it, it launched what we know now as the MCU, and that yeah. was without a backing of Disney. So I would have loved to have seen what Marvel Studios would have done independently off of the big uh, Mickey Mouse asshole and, and their PG shit. Yeah. I would have loved to have seen, because here's the thing. If Disney had never even looked that way, or if Marvel had said, now nah, fuck your blood bunny, dog, and they had kept themselves like... Like they'd be like, you know what? We can make anything we want. We can make a hardcore rated R Ghost Rider or a Punisher movie or a Wolverine movie. We can make whatever we want, and we've got the money to do it, and we've got the trust of the fans. They would have survived. Yeah. But I feel like they were just like, oh man, Disney's got a lot of fucking powerful friends, and they've got the right connections and the right places. I mean, and, and that's what they did. They ultimately yeah. were like, hey, you know, we need that extra coin. So. Yeah, it sucks, man. I hate it too. PA, PA Medio 94 says, Love you, boys. Glad to be around for a live chat for the first time in months. Subway, eat fresh. Slenderman voice. Eat fresh. <laughs> Marco that, Vila Torres. That's oh, a, is that the Slenderman voice that you want to eat fresh? <laughs> and then when you, when you get the, when you get the order, you have to say, 
when you drive off from the drive through off you inside. It's like, thank you so much for the sub or sandwich. It's fresh. <laughs> and then and you, you walk away. away. <laughs> Marco Vivalatoris says, do you guys think they will ever have any Marvel versus movies like they did with the animated ones, like Spider-Man versus Daredevil or Hulk versus... Uh, no. Nope. No. Not until and, and, and I, way down the no. line. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you an opportunity they're missing right now, and I think it might come up, and I think that they very well might do it. It'll be weird how they actually approach it, but I think that Marvel slash um, uh, Disney, the maximum carnage, uh, not only – I know you guys – some of you guys might only know it from the, the SNES days, the Super Nintendo days. It was a great game, by the way. You played that. Uh, Super Nintendo, Maximum yeah. Carnage. Yeah. The comic books was great. amazing. Carnage Carnage is one of the best villains that Spider-Man has ever had in his wheelhouse. You're talking about the fucking Joker with superpowers. That's what Carnage is. Cletus Cassidy is the Joker with superpowers. I think what they're going to wind up doing is something like a, a like a Maximum Carnage kind of situation with Spider-Man. And I think that's what 20th century was going to do with Spider-Man. You know, they were going to do the Sinister Six, but I think they were going to go into something like Maximum Carnage. And do you're talking about a dark fucking night on the collective soul, Don Henley. <laughs> I think I think that's what's going to happen. And man, if they do that, changing the face of fucking Spider-Man, because that makes Spider-Man grow the fuck up. Yeah. Because they're, they're already going to do a crossover, I guess, with Tom Holland's Venom. And they're going to have the Woody Harrelson moment where he becomes carnage. And what that ultimately does, if, if they do it this particular way, is that uh, while Mike styles his hair in the Bon Jovi fucking <laughs> slippery when wet cover album. I was wondering uh, when you are going to fucking notice that, dude. Yeah, I got some I weird shit going on here. I don't uh, know what the fuck's happening. You will see uh, quite a, a dramatic shift in uh, Spider-Man tone when they introduce carnage. But anyway, uh, uh Jesus Christ, dude. It's 11.53. We haven't even gotten to the other parts of the news. Yeah, I know. Shut the fuck up, Jay. Jesus Christ, you, you blabber mouth. No, uh, as some no, people no, were saying. It's called, like, knowing comic books in my material. Oh, we know. Jay knows comic books. We know. We know, honey. We understand. We, we got fucking Snyder Cut news to talk about, which is fun. Fucking, dude, these posters that they put out today were fucking amazing. That's not the right story that I was. Look at, look at John Carpenter looking like a fucking gangster, though. <laughs> the fun part about this story is that John Carpenter came out and he said, hey, I might direct again one day, but not until COVID's over with. That was that story. That was the whole thing. But what you guys in the chat were talking about wanting us to get to, pretty fucking cool stuff, man. Um, once this fucking thing will load up. The Capitol riot was too dystopian for even John Carpenter. <laughs> that was the, that was the, the stupid-ass title for it. But God. the only damn the only news that came out of it was like he was like yeah you never know i might direct again when the, when all this COVID shit's over with but um oh so the snyder cut has a release date and it's going to be march the 18th it's going to be as we said on hbo max it's not going to be a show anymore it's going to be a fucking movie it's going to be a four hour long movie uh but the posters that they released man are so thick so he short. already he confirmed that it's going to be a full movie yeah, it's going to be. They were going to do a TV show at first, and then they said eventually, no, it's actually going to be a four hour movie. I like this fucking. I like this new look on you. Me too, but me won't sit in boons. Uh, three posters they released. Here's one right here that fucking just badass Justice League song or uh, sign broken down in the dirt, in the muck, in the mire. That's sexual. And then this one, dude, is my favorite. Oh, I can't see. Oh. They have. I'll wait for it to catch up for you. But the second poster that you guys I, I, are seeing. Hold on. Um, is that the? 
I just see a what is that? A fucking star. I mean, what is that? A star? In the rubble? The, the first rubble? one? Yeah, it's the Justice League sign broken down the rocks. Oh, okay, yeah, and then and the, the, the flag. The, that's cool, but the second one, the flag, is fucking awesome to me because it's, it's clearly the uh, death of Superman type mm-hmm. of deal. Like, even though they already did that story, Connor and Batman versus Superman, you've got the almost the exact same rubble that's on the bottom of that comic book cover with all the shit fucked up, and then you got the flag ripped up just like Superman's flag was at the end of uh, uh, the death of Superman comic book. When Superman gave his life against Doomsday, which we, again we did see in Batman vs Superman, but fuck that is pretty man. Yeah, that does look like the comic book cover of the Death of Superman for sure with the Superman flag. I like it. Yeah, I wonder cool. if that's gonna be. I wonder if like I would keep that as the uh, Snyder Cut Justice League uh, cover. I think it's the it's the prettiest thing I've fucking seen. That's for sure, man. God damn, do I love it. Uh, and then finally, there's one more, uh, and it's this one's a little bit weird. It's like a is film. Superman's canister. kryptonite cock. It's, yeah. it's cock. Yeah, it's just it's, it's, it's a, cock. It's a severed kryptonite cock. Oh, it's just like, Superman's yeah, he penis. He died. Uh, <laughs> fucking, but it's 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 the film reel, and that's cool because you see on the Justice League ten ten there it says Snyder, and this is almost. I mean, it's beautiful, dude. Because how many fucking how many of these goddamn media sites came out and they told you, hey. You stupid fucking fans, you stupid assholes, you you fans are idiots, and you don't know anything about movies, and you don't know anything about the way movies work, and you fans are just losers who want your Snyder Cut to exist. Here we fucking sit, March 18th, the shit's coming out, it's four hours long, we, or, uh, uh, Snyder says it himself, he's never seen a second of the Whedon Cut, he says it's going to be a completely different movie, yeah. you've got new Joker scenes, you've got this badass poster showing the the canister of the Snyder Cut that was never supposed to exist if you listen to these media personalities, and it's just a beautiful day to be a fucking Zack Snyder fan, it's a beautiful day to be a DC fan, I love it. Yeah, man. Gets me all... Mike really knows his shit, huh? Yeah, it was really good, dude. I liked it a lot. I think that the second fucking poster is the best one they should go with. And uh, again, I think that Superman, much like the the Marvel situation, has been given a ironclad cock in his ear and never given the proper fucking return that we deserved as fans of DC and uh, Superman. Uh, we all wanted the black suit. We wanted su- Superman to come back in the way that he should have come back. And I think that Zack Snyder is going to deliver on it. Those posters are, if that's any indication, we're going to get everything we want. And by the way, we're going to get a badass version of Darkseid. The, the really shitty thing is that you know that Snyder's done after this. Like, he's done. Like, he doesn't want to come back and fuck with this ever again. And I can't blame him. I mean, you know, the goddamn uh, toenails that he had to peel off with fan support just to get this thing fucking made has got to be like the most stressful level 5,000 that you could deal with. Um, And it sucks, man, because I would have loved to have seen, uh, unfortunately, the tragedy that happened with Zack Snyder. If that had never happened, I would have loved to have seen what he would have done. Josh, I'm going to wreck your day. Saboteur, Whedon made sure of that (laughs) when that was released in the theaters. Uh, and, you know, Mike and I defended that shit, by the way. I mean, we were one of the few people that defended that. I, I know it wasn't a good movie. <laughs> I no. know it wasn't a good movie, but, I mean, god damn, man. Like, everybody licks Marvel's ass. They lick Marvel's ass. And, I mean, it was a different company trying a different thing, and you had to give them love in some way. I mean, the movie was shitty <laughs> in a lot of ways. I've watched it. Uh, re- I- I've watched that movie several times, but 
man, I hope this one re- revitalizes. I think I saw somebody was like, what if this like restarts? Uh, someone said on Facebook, what if this restarts the interest in the Snyder universe? I mean, that'd be great, but I don't think he's interested. No, like, well, it's too little too late. Originally, he came out and said, you never know. Snyder, when they asked him about it, Snyder said, you never know what's going to happen. Uh, but then they kind of carried that story. And then after that, he kind of said, look, I'm at peace. He pretty much said, I'm no. at peace with it. Like, he didn't say he wouldn't do more. But he said, look, when he came out and he said something to the effect of, you never know, everybody jumped on that. And they're like, could there be more Snyder movies? And then he kind of came out after that and was like, guys, no, I'm at peace with it. But I think that was more of him saying, like, it's a, it's a goddamn blessing that this movie – exist in the first place that we even got this so i'm not going to push my luck would you want more yeah like like if snyder was like oh yeah i'm on board for the next 10 movies would you want snyder yes i am i'm a hundred percent in snyder's camp i I think i would love to see his version of this play out he had a version of this played out he had it all mapped out in his head he knew exactly what he wanted to do with the universe and then tragedy struck and everything went to shit um, but I think he could do. I think I think he could do a Kevin Feige job with uh, DC, and it could be the opposite of that. Just like you got Batman vs Superman, something different. It's not. It's not. Everybody's not going to love it. It's not perfect. It's not a crowd pleaser for fucking everybody. But yeah. it had. It was. It was going places, and it had something to say, and it was different. And I really loved his version of it. Uh, but ultimately, the the best, the worst case scenario, we're getting this movie. We're getting a four hour Snyder cut, and uh, I cannot fuck, dude. I'm so fucking jacked, and I know you are too, to see what this is. Oh, dude, I, I'm like, I'm beyond. Like my dick won't stop being like hard. Like it, it won't go down. I'm like this. Yeah. Oh, in the forty year old virgin when it's peeing in his face. It's, it's just hard, and it's peeing in my face. That's right. Uh, it's it's very exciting and uh yeah i agree uh, Zack snyder i would have loved to have seen his vision i think he had a really unique understanding of the dc universe he wasn't going to be a pussy whipped asshole like marvel in a lot of ways were and he wasn't going to like you know mince words and he wanted to make a very dark entertaining universe in the form of the batman and, and superman and, and and it goes by the way man is still still very very fucking underrated and people still shit on it to this day i think it was the only way to bring it to the 21st century in the way that Zack Snyder did it. I mean, maybe there was different avenues, but Zack Snyder did it in a way that made sense. I would have loved to have seen a full on vision of, of his DCEU. Like if he were in the driver's seat and he was controlling every single thing that happened from BVS, where we, we would be now, Man, I, I I mean, it would have been it would be a lot if like a fucking dark, dark night on the collective soul compared to Marvel. Like we would be in some weird territory right now. The only bad thing about BVS that he did was the ju- uh, the uh, not juggernaut, the uh, the fucking doomsday thing. Other than that, good times. Yeah. And and the only problem I had with the doomsday thing is, is that it should have been three movies in itself. And instead it got it, it got the final act of BVS instead of its own fucking three movies, which well, I, I still think is a mistake. I agree with you on that. But hey, man, I think fucking March 18th is going to be fun. It's going to be fun as shit. Yep. We're going to be able to turn on. We're going to like we are so fucking lucky that that this turned the corner it turned because I'll, I'll just say this one last time uh for everybody that clamored for it and wanted it and wanted to see snyder's cut and all the fucking media companies that just talked to fans like they were shit and honestly these are people just like me and jay that are just pretending to be better than you uh even though they're not that were like hey 
you're not fucking getting it. You don't understand the way movies work. Go back to your fucking mom's basement. You're not getting the Snyder Cut. And then you got it because you all asked for it because they don't this know fucking a, shit. And it's beautiful. A, I love it. A unity of geek culture. Yeah. Saying, no, fuck you, Hollywood. You're not going to take something that I love and take a dump on it. And I want I want to see the man that respected that. I want to see his vision. Yep. Yeah, dude. Like, you know what? And I like I if there was a, a like a, a petition to get the signer cut, I didn't get one. I would have signed that motherfucker right away. I and might I have John I Hancock remember. that motherfucker. I'd have made that shit as big as I could on the on the computer. <laughs> I think I yeah, did. Man, I, I'm glad, man. It, it, like it's a very exciting time, and I'm glad that it's not being pushed back. Like, unfortunately, the uh, the Kong versus Godzilla got pushed back to fucking May 30th now. I think they only pushed it back like a week, though. It was March like 24th, and they pushed it back to like the 31st or something. No, they pushed it back to May, I thought. Like, they pushed it from March to May. May Maybe I just read it wrong, but. Like, the original, I think the original release date was May 23rd or some bullshit like that. And then they they released it, and they were going to release it in March. And they're like, no, 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 it's going to come out in May. Uh, it looks like it was, it looks like it's scheduled for March 31st, unless they haven't updated it yet. I mean, uh, literally, like that, like May, anyway. May 30. I like, because I, I was like, somebody posted that. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Because I wanted to see that. No, this March. is just the, from the 27th. It got pushed. Um, it got pushed to the end of March. So it got pushed to the end of March. Yeah, it was originally supposed to hit theaters in May. Then it got pushed back to March 26th. And now it's, okay, yeah, now it's okay, gotten pushed yeah. back to March 30th. So it was only like a week. All right, good. All right, good. Because I thought yeah. I thought it got pushed back to May thirty first. Like, what the fuck is going on with that? No, I think it was May first, but May of like fucking last year. But uh, yeah. yeah, March thirty first, Godzilla vs Kong still supposed to come out. But so we got the little things, and then we just got that one, and then now we get this on March sixteenth or March sixteenth or eighteenth. What was it? March eighteenth, and then that one will come out just two weeks later. Yeah. So March is gonna be a good fucking month for HBO Max. I know, I know. that. But I love it. Hey, all I know is we all fucking win. Because we're getting ready to watch the Snyder Cut in a couple months. That's going to be fucking awesome, and I'm excited. Dude, is that going to be the whole month, though? Like, is that going to be, like, do you think that the uh, the Godzilla versus Kong is going to match it? Like, as far as your excitement level? I don't know. Oh, I'm way more pumped about the Snyder Cut. I mean, I'm, yeah. I'm pumped about Godzilla versus Kong for sure, but it's like the Snyder Cut, dude. Man, we, we were doing Comic-Con videos on that in the car outside of B-dubs like three fucking years ago, you know? I know. I remember. Uh, it's a long time coming. We're actually finally going to get to the, the, the Justice League that we were supposed to see fucking and ages ago. we know that it's going to be a different fucking movie. Yeah. It's, it's fucking not exciting. Gonna, it, 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 like, it's not a rehash. We know that it's going to be a different type of movie altogether. So it's going to be a brand new movie in a lot of ways. A lot of people are like, oh, yeah, they're just putting a new coat of paint on Justice League. No, it's a it's, it's an entirely different fucking movie. Literally, Snyder said he never even saw the Snyder cut or or he never even saw the Whedon cut of the movie. It's uh, it's 2 hours longer, so there's yeah. literally another whole movie there. Even if the entire 2-hour movie was was literally the Justice League we saw in theaters, there's still an entire another movie after that. And then know. you know none of it's going to feel like the Whedon cut. Oh my god, dude. And you're going to get you're going to get Joker. They filmed some extra scenes with people. It's going to be a fucking event, dude. I just really, God, I, I pray wait. that people really enjoy it. And people don't. And I, I hope it makes money. I hope that, yeah, I hope people fucking sign up for HBO Max just for that. Mark my fucking words, though, dude. No matter how good it is, no matter how fucking amazing the movie is, uh, and if it sucks, we'll say it sucks. If it doesn't feel yeah. any different than Justice League, Jay and I will say it. We will, I promise. But yeah. 
let me tell you this. No matter how good it is, all these big websites and big media personalities that came out and told you not to expect it, that you wouldn't get it, that you were an idiot for asking for it, that pumped up Marvel and Disney and all that shit like mm-hmm. that and, and like literally go out of their way to shit on DC, they will all say it sucks. Watch it for yourselves and make your own fucking choice. Yeah, that's uh, like I that's know called uh, that's called review bombarding. That's what yeah. they do. They they review bomb on IMDb or Rotten Tomatoes. They fucking make sure that the movie has a terrible rating. So people were like, "You guys can see this, by the way. It's not like a fucking magician's trick. If you go out and look at a fucking movie that you love, yeah, look at the fucking Rotten Tomatoes score, the tomato meter yeah. on the critic side. It's always fucking one way or the other, and the audience score is way higher." It's because these motherfuckers are paid or they're just assholes or they don't like the fact they weren't giving early access to the movie. 100% that the fucking Zack Snyder Justice League cut, it'll be it'll be review bombarded. 100%. If, if, if some of these media personalities that have been shitting on this movie for years now, made a career out of shitting on these movies, come out and they go, hey, I was wrong. Zack Snyder's movie is deeper. It's, it's more in-depth. It's smarter. I enjoyed it and I was incorrect. Um, You'll never see that. I will put a chicken in my butt. And he'll lay an egg from my mouth. Yeah, I'll put a chicken in my butt, and then he'll lay an egg into Jay's mouth. It'll be a chicken-human centipede. Gypsy Warriors... Not in my mouth. <laughs> you're going to eat that egg. Gypsy Warriors says, will we see Joker kill Robin in the Snyder Cut? I don't think mm. so. I don't think they'll go there. I really don't. The, J- the Jason Todd story? Yeah, yeah. I think it's too... Ooh, I, I don't know. I mean, maybe... He's going to be in it, right? So, maybe... Yeah, maybe you might see that like the crowbar scene. Holy shit. Like, that would be amazing. And you know what? That might redeem uh, Jared Leto in a lot of ways. If you get to see him in the fucking full on crazy mode when he kills Jason Todd, they might be a holy shit, especially if he doesn't have the tattoos and bullshit on his face. It'll be interesting to see Leto directed by Snyder instead of Ayer, for sure, because he did those new scenes with him. Uh, David Coe says, since it's the Snyder cut, I guess we can say he circumcised Joss Whedon. Hey, buddy, I think Joss Whedon circumcised himself. His stock went... I want to point out the fact that I respect what Joss Whedon did with Avengers. Me too. uh, Especially Avengers. uh, And Avengers Age of Ultron. Uh, Age of Ultron was not anywhere near the same neighborhood as good as the Avengers, but I remember watching the Avengers in theater with Mike and my ex Skeletor wife and, and his wife. And we standing up like it was a goddamn end of a Rocky match and high fiving uh, at the end of the movie, he did a phenomenal job bringing all that shit together. And he did an awesome job, but I like DC is not his, his, uh, his steak. And he, and he immediately went and tried to fucking eat that shit. And it was awful. Um, and he vomited it up. I, I, you know, but, yeah, Joss Whedon was not cut for um, the Justice League or the DC universe. Yeah, no, I, I totally agree with you there. And then finally, um, Jaquarius, ja- the age of Jaquarius, says, <laughs> I know it I like won't that. happen, but what if Disney bought DC? I would hate yeah! that. That would be the worst fucking thing of all time God. have you never seen 1984 big brother is watching <laughs> these motherfuckers would then buy facebook they oh. would buy instagram they would buy twitter 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 and your life would belong to that fucking diseased mice God, no one wants that in their life oh god that would make me so sick and then jt you know like that almost happened dude they they were interested in buying superman no. they wanted to buy superman no. yeah no 
I don't Marvel was going to throw out some fucking money for Superman. Put it away. Yeah. Take it back. Put that Steven. cock out. We're at a, po- a public party. I want no part of this. Uh, Jaquarius said, or no, here, I answered this, but no, JT Customs says, what was the Rob Zombie news? Because I, I did tease some Rob Zombie news. Did you Did you watch uh, Rob Zombie's new music video? <laughs> Fuck no. No. <laughs> it's I pretty, never would have. It's, it's not, not my wheelhouse. Yeah, it's not. It's, I like the song. It's like uh, he, so. Rob Zombie has new, yeah. No, he has a new album coming out, and then uh, uh, I forgot how the song goes, but it's it's, it's like the metal version. Ah, woo, werewolves of London. Oh, is <laughs> it like, like that? that? But he's like, I'm the Wolf Man. <laughs> I can't remember it now. Like I listened to it like three times today, and I can't remember exactly how it goes now. I did like the song. The song was pretty good. But it's funny yeah. when you watch the music video, you do see a Halloween two poster in the background of why he's in his studio, and that kind of takes it down a notch for sure. <laughs> <laughs> but if you guys aren't uh, aware, Rob Zombie has a new oh song God. out, and it's actually pretty fucking dope. I would go listen to it for it's sure. It's like, yeah, so nobody – no, that actually just sounds like a fucking loser. That <laughs> fucking realized that nobody really gave a shit about his movie, and he was like, I'm going to make a music video. Oh, I forgot to take that poster in my background. <laughs> Even though I have a lot of money and I could have made a good music video, but I didn't do it. <laughs> I think it's like, I think it's one of those COVID music videos, though. You know, like they just feel like they can't really go out and do something. So they just film them recording it. It's pretty cool, actually. I, I don't mind the music video, but, but by the way, it's got uh, all of his movies in the background. But you do see Halloween. Rob, Rob Zombie's music. I do like Rob Zombie's music. And I also have been a fan of Rob Zombie's uh, cinematography. Rob Zombie, again, great guy as far as like potential wise. Just uh, failed to really move on from the, uh, you know, a petulant child that gets mad of critic yeah. reviews. I I am fucking mad that they don't like my Halloween movie. <laughs> well, I'll st- stop you there because I know people will say in the comments if I don't. But, the uh, you know, he doesn't do his cinematography. He has a, his own cinematographer. But his his behind-the-camera work is great. It's just his stories and his, his, his writings that's great. But that's bad. But Blood Red Sky says, you think Justin Timberlake is an underrated actor? Yeah, I do, actually. I think he's an... I, yeah, he is. He's not a bad actor. Uh, what's that movie that he did with uh, the girl from that that '70s show? Uh, where they have like they have to borrow time from each other. Oh, I never watched um, that piece of shit. Like in time no, or no, something. No, it, it was good. It was actually a good movie. Again, I like the time travel stuff, or that you know, I don't know. I like that. It's not time travel, but it's like I liked. I liked it. He wasn't a bad actor. He wasn't annoying. I did. And like I thought him. he would have been annoying. I did like him in Social Network, and I thought he did good in Runner Runner with Ben Affleck, even though that movie was kind of shit on. I don't hate him as an actor. I don't know. I know he's got a big movie coming out on Apple TV uh, that a bunch of people are excited for. I don't know why I'd call him underrated, I just, but I don't think he's bad. Uh, Marco V. Villatoro says, I don't want to play with you, Disney. Me fucking either. You have enough, Disney. Take your toys and enjoy them and let us have something different on the outside of the skirts of sure. the neighborhood, for sure. sure. But... Uh, and then finally, Jeff Harris says, are you guys looking forward to the, the Halloween animated movie? I think they confirmed it will be PG-13. Also, would you guys love to see a Gotham Gaslight live action one-off? I think yes, what you mean... a hundred fucking percent. He means the long Halloween animated, the Batman one. Not a Halloween animated movie, but Batman's oh, the yeah. long Halloween animated, which will be PG-13. Yeah, the Gotham Gaslight, though? Yeah. Fuck yes. Let us have an 1800s version of Batman stalking around the city and, and fucking yeah. solving crimes. And I don't know. I, I can't remember because I only read a couple of the, uh, the 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 issues. I don't know if Jack the Ripper is introduced. I think he might be, but that's fucking badass. Like you imagine Batman in Gotham Gaslight 
trying to find out who Jack the Ripper is. That would be awesome. That would be fucking amazing. Yeah. And that that animated film, uh, Gotham by Gaslight, was really good. I enjoyed that yeah. one a lot. And then, uh, of course, definitely looking forward to the long Halloween animated movie. Even if it is PG-13, I think they could still pull it off. I think... In, in in the realm of animated films with DC, if they're going to do a film PG thirteen, if they're going to do a, a film PG thirteen, they won't do it for seats or viewers or for money. I think they'll do it because it just fit the story. Because they could easily do an R rated animated film. They proved it a bunch of times. I don't think that's one of those scenarios where they dumbed it down to make more money. Yeah. If they're doing it for PG-13 on an animated side, I think it's probably for a good reason. So I'm still psyched about that. And yeah, dude. man, I'm gonna tell you what. You would love, you would a hundred percent love, dude. I and I've got the graphic novels. I'm gonna let you borrow them. But the uh, the one where Batman becomes like a vampire, mm. and I can't remember the name of that. But holy fucking shit, dude! If they ever did an animated series where where Batman actually takes on Dracula, and then in order to defeat Dracula, he has to become a vampire. God damn! Dude. That's the kind of stories they should do with animated. Just go fucking and then, fuck and then, wild, and then and then he becomes a vampire, and then he tells Alfred, he's like, "You got to stab me in the heart, and don't you ever fucking open this goddamn casket again." <laughs> but then the goddamn crime gets crazy, and then Alfred, he's like, "I got to take the, the the stake out. Wake up!" He's like, "You stupid <laughs> bitch! I'm gonna rule the world now." It was fucking amazing. It's a great fucking graphic novel. I love the idea of Batman being a vampire, dude. I love it. It was uh, so good. Yeah. Gary Catlow says that John Carpenter picture looks like a 23 Jump Street poster. <laughs> I can totally see that as well. <laughs> yeah, that did look like that. Uh, guys, that is the end of our fucking live stream for Friday night. Went a little over three hours. I hope you guys aren't mad. I hope you guys get your sleep tonight. But um, well, no, I think that I think that they're used to over three hours nowadays. Yeah, not like our sexual experiences. Those are under three minutes. Yeah, I was gonna say three seconds, but <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, Dirk, uh, Dirk Jason Hall says, "What if?" Yeah, the what if, uh, the what if universe, if Marvel conducts that right, would be really cool. I would, yeah. you know, and I'm I'm hoping it'll be cool, but we'll see. Yeah, we'll uh, I'd much rather see them do it in film rather than animated, but you know, you get what you get, and you don't throw yeah. a fit. Tough Titty said the kitty, but the milk's still good. We will see Patreons tomorrow night, 9 p.m. We will see the rest of you guys Wednesday, but don't fret because we still have a ton of content coming out other than live streams between now and Wednesday night. Uh, commentaries and videos and trailer reactions and all sorts of stuff. Um, we love your fucking faces forever and always. Thank you all for hanging out with us tonight. Bye, guys. Still on the... F-